it's your boy Roshan Gomez. You're listening to an episode of the Rumor Roy podcast. Special guest in the house, one third of the Yamcha sessions, Mr. <laughs> Andrew Ng. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming on, bro. It's an honor, bro. Honestly, <laughs> when I got your WhatsApp message, I felt honored. Uh, did you think to yourself, like, why me and why not, like, Poige or John? Oh, I think that's the natural thing to think of. <laughs> What's, what, you tell me what your theory is. My theory is. Honestly, I didn't come to a conclusion. Okay, or okay. I didn't even have a theory, right? Okay, I, okay. I think the, the knee-jerk reaction was, oh, this is a little bit strange. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll roll with the punches. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't dive too deep, too deep into these things. I yeah. think, like, because I had to even ask John for your number. Right, right, so right, right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. Can I have Andrew's number? He was like, yeah, sure, sure. But why, bro? Yeah. I was like, no, I want to ask you on the podcast. Then, ah. ah, really? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> then I was like, no, but you know, I want to call everybody, but I want to yeah. do like stage, right? You know, like get one at oh, a time. Oh, I see, I see, you I know? see. Okay. Because I think individually, you guys are like really unique. Yeah. I love your podcast. I oh, thank you. Thank you. You yeah. know, I think uh, that's without a doubt. I think I'm your biggest <laughs> ambassador in terms of going to other podcasts and plugging your podcast. Oh, no, that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I, 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 I've been thinking a lot about why I like your podcast so much. Uh-huh. But one thing I noticed is that the dynamic, dynamic between the three of you. Right. And I realized that it's kind of like a body, mind, heart kind of dynamic. Wow, that's deep, bro. Think about it, dude. That's it deep. makes sense. Body, You're mind, the mind. Heart. You're the mind. Right. Okay, Poigo is the, the body, you know, he likes to gym, he's, and yeah, not only gym, true. not only gym, but he's also like a very kind of physical kind of person in terms of his comedy. That's true, that's true. And, yeah. and, and John is John's definitely the, the heart. heart. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, no doubt about that. Yeah. Isn't it cool? Yeah, oh, that's a good, that's a good analogy to pull. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. When the book about Yamcha Sessions comes out. <laughs> when? Not even if, right? No, no, no. Your confidence even. is inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in UNITA teaching uh, 101 uh, introduction to Yamcha <laughs> Sessions. <laughs> Bro, you'd have three students, me, Poigo, and John. <laughs> We don't even know who the hell we are. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So your your plan is to is to invite us in stages, lah. Is that right? Yeah, I was thinking okay. like I don't think there's anyone who has talk, spoken to you guys individually. Yeah, I don't think so. And the reason so. why I wanted to talk to you specifically is because I think of the three, uh, we are the most different. You and me, mm. in the sense that I I look at John right, and I see a bit of a, a lot of myself. I see. In terms of like you know, John's like really like puts his heart on, you know, oh, yeah. really wears no. it on his sleeve. 100%. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, really just, on, I, I'm very much like him. Like. If you sure. sit next to me on a train, you ask me a few questions, I will tell you my whole life story <laughs> in and out. I can picture that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so actually, that's why I was yeah. telling you about how me and John had this sort of like, uh, we went for dinner with another podcaster. Sure. That guy, after the dinner, that guy had to leave. So then uh, your, your brother was like, um, you know, should we go for dessert? Right, right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not, you know? So romantic. Without knowing that this was becoming like a romantic date. So we had a <laughs> walk around the area. Right. Then we went to this, like, it, it, I think it was a bingsu. Where were you guys? Well. So I can picture this? Uh, it, we went to the Shabu Shabu place, the Momo. Is it, uh, Momo Paradise. Momo Paradise. Momo Paradise, right. John Where talks about that. Yeah, uh, near... Um, uh, Lot 10? Is that right? No, I think it's the Mon Chiara one. Oh, okay. It's in uh, Monkiara. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. John's going to kill me for not remembering. I can't remember. <laughs> he anyway. would, he would. Yeah, he'd be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a, a, a bingsu place. It's a Japanese uh, a bingsu place. Though. I see. Bingsu is Japanese, right? Is it? Or is it Korean? I actually think it's Korean. Uh, oh, but shit. Don't, don't, don't cite me on so that. So it's like a... Idea. Okay, it's the... Then it's the... Japanese equivalent of bingsu. <laughs> it's like an ice, oh, ice thing. Oh, okay. La, right? Sure, sure, sure. 
So he goes there. He's like, "Have you tried this?" And I'm like, "Oh no, not really." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, okay, come, let's go." Then we went, and he was like, uh, "What, what, what do you want?" I was like, "I'm not sure, man." Do you? He was like explaining everything to me. Oh yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah. He one hundred percent would. So he's like, yeah. "Maybe we." we uh, then he was like, "Do you mind if we share one?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Oh, so romantic, dude. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so we go to like this small <laughs> table, and just the two of us. And then like we're, we're eating, and then the top part is just custard. Right. So he's trying to scoop it out, and then he the entire custard portion drops on the table. Then he's, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. You guys are so cute. <laughs> it's like yeah. a Korean kind of like rom com, <laughs> yeah, yeah, meet yeah. cute. Kind of right, 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 right. And then the scene cuts off, and it's like wait until the next episode, kind yeah, of thing. <laughs> it's so so funny. And then we just like started talking, and. I don't know. I guess like for me to a lot of my friends and to a lot of other people, sure. I'm the listener, uh, and I oh. like I like to 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 be that person. I like to, you know, listen to people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, help them sort of navigate certain areas if they need sure. need that. Sure. I, I love that. But uh, with your brother, I realized that he be, kind of played that character for me. Oh, he and became the listener. Yeah, man. I did not realize I did not realize how much of baggage I had been keeping on. Right. I don't know. It was the romantic ambience. I don't know what it was, but yeah. that it was aesthetically, you know, just perfect. <laughs> I just like told him like my life story, right? And he really, we had a really, really good conversation. I see. And I just realized like, wow, I didn't know because you have close friends that you share with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But they know your story, so you don't really have to retell it. Yeah. So you take things that you know, like you know that you everyone knows the status quo. That's but when right, you right. when you talk to someone for the first time, like fresh, yeah, you really have to just like. See everything, right? Like. You need to provide the full context, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This was a really interesting experience. Fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I love your brother. You know. I oh think yeah. Needless to say, I think I, <laughs> I love him too. Most people love him. Yeah. yeah I, I think your, bro- your brother might be romantically in, in love with me. He might be <laughs> romantically interested. I need to give Jen a heads up. I think. <laughs> <laughs> She's got competition hitting her waist. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah man. Better be careful, <laughs> Jen. I'm coming for you. <laughs> He's my man now. <laughs> No, but it's it's strange because I actually peg both of you to be, um, you know, the, more more to take on more of the speaker role instead mm. of being listeners. Mm-hmm. That's what I peg both of you to be. But mm. I guess the dy- the dynamics sort of shift when both of you come together. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I suppose. Like I was at one point, I was telling him like, "This is how messed up I am," and then he was like, right. "Bro, let me tell you my story and show you how sure. how much more messed up I am." Right. So who won the contest? He won. <laughs> he won the contest. I know all of his stories. He, he probably won. would have won. He won the contest. <laughs> <laughs> hands down yeah and I was like you know and it also like put things in perspective for me as well sure sure right? sure right and I, a big part of what I was talking to him about was work and you know he, he, again like the advice he gave us yeah pretty good like, because I think all of us at our age right now roughly right this is a big issue like, like where are we going to go in our future yeah I know it's just you're just shooting in the dark man to be honest yeah. right I think that's all of us maybe yeah. that's part of life I don't know are yeah. you supposed to have the answers maybe not you know we're always trying to search for answers but maybe you're not supposed to have any and the thing is, we are always changing as people. Exactly, so right? So the answer changes as yeah, you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if, I don't know, you meet in an accident mm. and you have like a, a life-altering experience, sure. you're a different person. Yeah, But it, it could be something smaller than that as well. You may, Maybe you, oh, for example, in my office, um, a month ago, oh well, two or three months ago, my dispatch passed away. I see. And he had, uh, he was one of the first people to get COVID actually. Oh shit. He recovered, okay. but I think he was never his full 100%. Right. And he wasn't taking care of himself. He had a car loan, a uh, house loan. I see. He had just taken up young family. And he's a dispatch. So a lot of his money or earnings is through claims. MCO, you can't travel. Yep. No claims. No claims. Yeah. So he had to do grab. He was working a burger store at night. This whole, whole thing. Got it. And his body just shut down. 
Oh man, that's rough. Could, you know, he was bedridden, couldn't talk, and he yeah. just passed away. He was in his uh, late 40s. That's so young. It's crazy. He has a young family. And to me, mm. I mean, uh, everyone was very nice about it. Sure. But it's a business <coughs> setting. Life goes on. Work <laughs> proceeds. It's so messed up if you think about it, right? I, how, I, I don't know, man. How do we position ourselves as a, as a race yeah. to be like this? It's so it's so disheartening. We see we see each other as price tags. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Exactly. How much value you, you can bring to this capitalist society that yeah. we live in is so twisted. You're only as useful as what you contribute. <laughs> I know, which is crazy. Which is that, crazy. And that's why, like, you see, like, in corporate structures, right? Yeah. People who, um, like, who are naturally gifted or intelligent, sure, they they are celebrated, and you know, yeah. they are they are big. They become sort of heroes in yeah yeah put on a supreme pedestal yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and people who are like that's why I've, I really pity and I think this is something people don't think about how do we deal with people who are not n- as intelligent sure. as other people right who ha- I mean everyone has a limited you know everyone has their own capacity yeah 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 so if you can't like perform to a particular level right, right? or if or not only that if let's say you're not oriented towards like uh, goal oriented tasks or whatever sure how do we like treat these people yeah you know it's like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, this is put in the context of a corporate structure, right? Yes, exactly. Because right. in a corporate structure, there's no mercy. It's yeah, yeah, As yeah. much as you can contribute. Correct. So where do these people go, you know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, this is speaking from personal experience, right? I actually don't necessarily agree that being productive mm. is how you rise the ranks. Oh, right. I think, I think that's true and at an entry-level position. Yeah. Right? When you're, when you're a fresh grad and mm. you have, you know, like a hundred other fresh grads competing with you at an entry-level position. Mm. Then maybe yeah, being productive, being smart, having technical skills probably helps a lot mm. to stand out. But I think once you hit mid management and you're going upwards, it's more about politics, mm. more about soft skills, but more the about people EQ. you know. Yeah, mm. which is at least from my experience, very true. Yeah, it's really not about how hard you work or what the results come to be. Yeah, I need to get to that level. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I know the it's level a level I need to be at. <laughs> I feel I would excel at that level. Yeah, no, you would, you would, right? Because it it, it really is inherent on the relationships that you build, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the people you talk to at the right place at the right time. Mm. Um, yeah, and and I I I honestly believe at mid management onwards, that's how you rise the ranks. Uh, so I guess I guess maybe people people our age typically don't have that that foresight just yet, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah We're still yeah. at that stage where we have to grind and grind, show grind, grind. Uh, value. Nine, yeah. nine, six, nine, nine, six, nine, 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 nine six. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit structure. Thing. I know, right? Yeah, who the hell thought that? The Singaporeans, <clears throat> la, this is a Singapore thing, lah. Oh, yeah. oh, but maybe it's a. I, I think it's a Singapore thing. I la. see. I yeah. think it's. A, it could be a Japanese thing. I don't yeah. know. Whole <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> is just messed up. <laughs> <laughs> think about it, right? Everyone's so kiasu. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it comes from a place where, like, our our. Um, ancestors had to really grind. They, yeah. I mean, they came from really tough... Right, right, uh, right. Uh, envi- uh, they came from a very tough environment. Mm. There was no place for like... You couldn't like... You know, there was no like work-life balance. Correct, it's like, correct, correct. If you want work-life balance, you don't eat. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, so literally. The trade-off is very clear. <laughs> <laughs> there was no yeah, options. Yeah. People had no time to discuss. That's right, that's right, that's right. My yeah. purpose. My purpose is to live. Correct, correct. <laughs> right? So, so I, I guess the theory could be that this 996 is a symptom of uh, it's more of a legacy issue from mm. I don't know the bloody industrial revolution, right? Yeah. Where productivity was measured by hours, mm. where everyone was put in an assembly line, right? Mm-hmm. Packing boxes and shit. I don't know, like welding, <laughs> whatever, right? right and yeah. so productivity was very easily measured, and that legacy issue sort of translated to where we are today. 
Yeah, and maybe at the time the way you would evaluate productivity was amount amount of hours you yeah, put uh, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like now, that's not necessarily that's the case. Far from the case, in fact. Dude, yeah. I'm sure you know. There's so many stupid stories I hear of people like waiting in the office even though they have no work. Oh, dude, that's such a real problem. And it's that's so ridiculous. Real. Yeah, it's absurd. It's absurd. It's so yeah. so ridiculous, and it perpetuates a weird kind of mentality (laughs) because you can't be the douchebag that leaves at six o'clock i know and you know people are judging you by the way yeah when everyone is staying at seven but then the truth is a lot of these people who are staying till seven have no work exactly so it's ridiculous and everybody's mentally fucked out you can stop lying to yourself i know everyone's mentally fucked up yeah right and everyone stays out of principle which is absurd are you are you working from from the office full full time i'm working from the office full time okay okay i see that's really unfortunate Uh, i suppose the symptom of the industry right uh, a lot yeah. of things are classified, therefore you have to be in the office. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <coughs> you, you might have to go to court. <coughs> sure, sure, sure. Get documents signed and things right. like that. So it's a, it's a feature definitely. But it's also because the legal industry is very much a legacy industry. And yeah, they, it's very hard to... Sure. A lot of know. things are just, again, legacy issues, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 There are a lot of people, a lot of senior lawyers who can't even type. They can't type? Yeah, they can't type. So what the hell is that about? <laughs> so they get their clerks to sit down and then they will just look yeah, you know you know, you know Tommy Thomas yeah, yeah, yeah Tommy Thomas writes out his submissions by hand and gets someone else to type it up for him Jesus <laughs> he better have like sublime handwriting than this guy I bet you he doesn't yeah. I bet you he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't know how to type uh, he might know how to type I don't sure. know about that but I think it would, he'll be typing like you know right with slowly, his index fingers yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like unproductive for him sure but I know a lot of lawyers who do that, that uh, a obscene. lot of top lawyers in the country council we call them council because they mostly do like advocacy work sure um, they get people to type it out for them I have personally typed up be, be become oh a oh my god writer. that is absurd yeah 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 for, wow. for two for at least I can do two different firms two prominent lawyers I've typed their submissions for them while they dictate are you sure that's a symptom of the fact that they don't know how to type? Well, yeah, two of two of them. Okay. The they're ones that are positive, are, right? The ones that are, Tommy Thomas, I don't know. <clears throat> sure, but the two that I've worked with, they can type, but they type like the one finger, one finger. Okay, and so, that's the reason why someone else must type for them. Yeah, and it's oh, just that they're, is crazy. And also, oh it's like it's more they're more comfortable with that sure. because for them, they, they just like to speak. Right, right, right. right. Like okay. their brain works in a a different way. Like even Neil, to be fair, even like Neil Gaiman, right, the right. author. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. handwrites his uh, stuff. Yeah, really. This guy is that far away. <laughs> he, has, he has a beautiful collection of fountain pens. Sure. And he he just better like, have. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah oh <laughs> my God. He's not using 2B pencils. But yeah, he's handwriting everything. Jeez. Dude, I remember in my SPM days, yeah. writing one karanga in my hand was going to die. Yeah, like, bro. It was so exhausting. Imagine writing a whole book. No, it's like, you remember when you started out your essay, the first paragraph would be like really nice. Sure. And then by the end of it, it's, it's just, just like... garbage <laughs> because you're short on time. Yeah. You had two hours to write this. <laughs> yeah. You spent 45 minutes thinking. Yeah. <laughs> now you're screwed. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. man. laughs> oh, that's that's fascinating because I, I obviously work in a very different industry, right? Sure, the e-commerce sure. industry. So it's a, a totally different scene. I think yeah. you see like... Uh, people in top management being in their mid thirties. How is the e-commerce industry in Malaysia? Is it like really progressive and like mm. do they have all like the you know the best practices? Like I, sure. Some of my cousins who are abroad, right? When they yeah. join a company, uh-huh. they have supervisors and the supervisors sit down with them and like, okay, let's talk about your growth here. Right. Let's <laughs> let's talk about your progression. You yeah. Know, like they, you know, how are you doing in terms of mental health? You know, like sure, things like sure. that. Is it like that with the with uh, the? No, it's not. Ah. So I've actually worked in uh, Walmart.com in the US. Right. Uh, so I have an idea of what it was like in a developed country. Right. Uh, and now I'm obviously working in in, in Malaysia. Uh, it, the culture is 
just worlds apart. So the with the Walmart one, it was like what I mentioned, you know. Uh, yeah. So you do have there are structural things set in place that um, give you the opportunity to voice out, hey, maybe I'm not growing in. I'm growing in this direction, but really I want to grow, grow in another direction. Mm. So you have the opportunity to voice this out to your supervisor. Mm. And there are structural elements set in place for you that allows you to do that. Mm. In this local scene, not so much. Um, in fact, like upon joining, you're just sort of, you know, left to do whatever it is you're, you think you're supposed to do. Yeah, and yeah. then you find your way, right? And then you find your place. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, there is no structure. Uh, locally speaking, that's super interesting. I guess the it's the Asian Asian mentality. Yeah, like. it's it it really also so Southeast Asia is a very interesting region because we are very fragmented, mm. right? It's not so straightforward okay. as the US, mm. right, or North America to be specific, where yeah. it is a, a, like a, a centralized nation, right? Yeah. So in Southeast Asia, it's fragmented as hell, um, and therefore you see the likes of Taiwan. Taiwan adopted e-commerce, one of the earliest ones in Southeast Asia, mm. and they're really advanced. Mm. They're like up there. They're basically the equivalent in terms of maturity to the US. Mm-hmm. Right? But then nobody really thinks about that. Right? So maturity meaning the number of people that use the platform. La. Yeah, yeah. So a, a, a population adoption is one, one way to look at it. Mm. And also just the sheer number of years that e-commerce has been around mm-hmm. prominently. Mm-hmm. Malaysia is like super young. Mm. Like if you think about the likes of your Lazadas and Shopees of the world, they started like f- five, six years yeah, ago, which is nothing if you think about it. New, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, we this country in itself is very just not 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 mature enough yet. Mm-hmm. So is the the sort of Asian kind of like nine nine six mentality? Does it help to push like or develop the industry, or do you think it's like counterproductive? Uh I think the 996 exists in the context of the e-commerce space in uh-huh. Malaysia, uh-huh. Uh, but more because of the nature of the business. The nature of the business is sort of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So you, do, uh, you are expected to be on standby, mm-hmm. which is really terrible because every, wo- every waking moment of your life, you have it at the back of your mind that you have to be on standby, yeah, yeah. which is absurd. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we're meant to live that way. I don't think so either, man. Shit. It was that uh, one of these countries, I think it was Finland or... Sure, some Scandinavian. Some Scandinavian uh, country. How I envy them. Oh, maybe it was Portugal. It could have been Portugal. Right, right, right. No, any, anyway. They passed that, that law, right? Right. So they restricted uh, bosses could only uh, uh, reach out to employees during working hours. During working hours. Yeah, which like, is insane. But I think, in, in a way, it makes. I was thinking, like, that's crazy because <clears throat> why is the state sort of like intervening between sure. you know, a relationship between employee and employee? Yeah. But then I realized that, you know, last time there was no. The technology has grown so much, developed so much. Right that there's this weird capability now for you to be followed wherever you go. Yeah. Your boss can reach out to you at any moment. Twisted, but true. And, you're, and if you don't answer, your boss will be like, why didn't you? What was going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can like, at one, at one moment, you can, you can make an excuse, but what happens the second or third or fourth That's time? That's so true. So there's true. only so many times your car tire can burst. Yeah, I've, I've, I've used that excuse before. <laughs> yeah. I legit have. Yeah, yeah it's not, crazy. Yeah. So maybe in a way, yeah, you need like a... Because there's so much of power with your employer, right? Right. So maybe you need the state to kind of help the employee and say, like, yeah, we need to put boundaries. Here. For sure, for sure. I think actually, uh, growing up, I used to feel that government intervention was just was, in most cases, not right. Mm. You should let the free market take control. Yeah. Same. But I think as I grow older, my opinion is sort of shifting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my views towards China, for example. Mm. 
you, like it's very easy to, like the knee jerk reaction is oh Jesus they're so extreme yeah right yep, 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 yep. like the government basically dictates your entire life yeah right what whether you can Google something yeah right I uh, mean I think <clears> for school kids they have limited like you can't like access you can't play games uh, after ten yeah 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 precisely right even TikTok <clears> so I think if you're scrolling they have like a uh, uh, you can't just scroll continuously they will stop you oh, wow. and make you take a break because oh, they don't want you to. Because it's like, to you. yeah, it's like dopamine hits, right? Sure, sure, sure. So they yeah. and they so they 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 set a limit. Yeah. After a few minutes, and you have to take a break, and then you can continue. Right. Things right. Like that. So that's the dark side, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's like I think human beings are wired to focus on bad news very easily. Yeah. But and in a way, it's like <clears throat> not really bad. It's I think in a part of us feels like I wish people would just listen to me. Right. I know what's good. These are good things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If any, everybody could just like exercise every day. Sure. So Fantastic. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to make it six to seven. Everybody exercises. <laughs> and it would create a lot of good yeah, yeah, results, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it, the things that they're doing are good, mm. but I guess questioning the, the still though, making people do things, Correct. it's a bit, yeah. I, I think it's also a symptom of the fact that we are more Western oriented. Yeah, yeah. I suspect, right? I know I am. I suspect you are. So yeah. our views towards freedom can be quite strong. Yeah. Right. We value freedom very, very strongly. Mm. And I suppose if you were a, uh, a, you know, you were born and raised in China, mm. you wouldn't have those principles indoctrinated inside you. Mm. So you'd be fine if, you know, Douyin, which is like your base, your, your TikTok version of China, mm. says, "Oh, you got to stop because you scrolled 560 times." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's okay for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know what I think would be a d- a really dark example mm-hmm. is the limit on kids. Limit on kids. Also? Like, you remember they had the two two child uh, one one child, one, one child policy. Right, 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 right. That is an example of the state <clears throat> intervening in a way that, like you know, you're stopping your TikTok. There is a benefit you can really see very sure. clearly, right? Yeah. And people will be like mixed because people will be like, it you, that's good. Kids shouldn't get caught up in all this stuff, right? But then when it comes to, like how many children you should have, yeah. That's yeah, a bit yeah. intense. It is. It is. You know, and I know a lot of people that were I know, because I studied in Cardiff, so met a lot of China people. Right. So a lot of them were unhappy about that. For you sure. Know? And it's something like, and now they have like, uh, they are uh, under. So now it's like three kids. Right. It's the reverse. This reverse because yeah, now yeah. they have a big issue. <laughs> so like people are pissed <laughs> off. There's a generation of people. Yeah, yeah. Who couldn't have more than one child. That's right. That's right. You yeah. see, I think the challenge here is that if the government takes an action. Mm. Whether it's the one-child policy or the number of TikTok scrolls you can make, yeah. there are always implications, mm. and there are two types of implications: ones you can predict and ones you can't. Mm-mm-mm. So, in that, in the instance when they impose this one-child policy, yes, you maybe can curb the number, of the, the population number, which is your your real intention. Mm. But then you have implications which they didn't consider, mm. right? So, one of it is, yeah. 30, 40 years later, mm. you're screwed with the reverse problem, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Another unforeseen implication was that because of the one-child policy you're forced to have one child naturally. Mm. Therefore, people didn't want daughters. Yeah. Which means yeah, yeah. your distribution of male versus female yeah. becomes skewed. Yep, yep, yep. And then you have another whole set of other problems, right? And socially. <laughs> exactly. You, these are complex social problems yeah, that you have yeah. created. Exactly. That is so weird. It's a consequence of playing God, man, this one. Yeah. It's this weird dichotomy. That's why I really believe like, you know that yin and yang symbol? That, that right. What, what do you call it? The Tao symbol? Or, sure, like, yeah. I really be, I believe yeah. in that, you know. I believe there's always two sort of opposing views. Yeah. And in life, there are always two opposing forces for sure and maybe the third force is the change between the two la. right 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 that right that might be the third force uh and and that's why i think three is a very powerful number i see three like everywhere 
you know, I really do. Bro, you sound like John, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John has this number. His number is 27. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't understand why, la, right? But why wow, he like resonates hardcore with that number, you know. This is uh, why I couldn't ask John to come on first. <laughs> I would be having a conversation with myself. Yeah, no, I think so. You might as well just sit here and talk to yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, um, is this? I think there's this weird kind of uh, dichotomy between a person being able to make decisions for themselves. So your right. sovereignty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a sovereign being versus the 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 imp, the implications or effects it have on other people. Like for example, China's reasoning would probably be for the one um, one child policy. Sure. Like if everybody is having 10 kids, yep. as a, a society, we are <clears throat> going to suffer. Yeah. So that's why we all have to be strict and everyone just takes one sure. child. But their reasoning is for the... So yeah, this is the dichotomy. The good of the individual versus the good of the many. Yeah. And how do you balance that too? Right, 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 right. Exactly. Right. It's, it's it a is a borderline... I, I, don't, I wouldn't even call it borderline. It is a philosophical question if you think about it. Deeply. Right? Yeah. Deeply, deeply. I mean, that's the heart of this vaccine uh, yeah, 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 yeah. debate, right? 100%. And I I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, to be honest. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't... Like I think I think China has recently sort of like or not even recently but like the like Xi Jinping is like focusing on his narrative of like the collective good, mm. right? Mm. That that is inherently his 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 pitch lah, right to the people. That is the communist pitch, bro. Yeah, yeah, it is the <laughs> communist pitch. Yeah, and so like like I think when I was younger, I was like, oh, that's so strange, mm. right? I don't I totally don't agree with that. But then if you think about things like how they are forcing corporate giants behemoths mm. to pay a collective good tax. Mm. Which is something that America will never do. Never ever. You'll ever. never see the likes of Tim Cook say, "Oh, let me just give you know ten billion for the collective good of America." Yeah, yeah. And then you know that that has insane positive change to yeah. the people, right? Yeah. You can solve poverty with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the the that's provided that the monies go to the Correct, right to the people right place. and it doesn't get caught in exactly all these different exactly spaces. Like. Yeah, that's that's a big if. To be fair, it's a big if. Big if. It's a big if. Corruption is everywhere, man. Yeah, do it. For real, you can't just look at the Scandinavian <clears throat> countries. That, that that is really an exception to the rule, I would say. Damn, I don't know about the vaccine thing. It's weird, lah. I do feel like I'm more towards like not having like vaccine mandates. Okay, freedom of choice. Yeah, I think like everyone should have be able to make uh, an informed decision. Yeah, you know, and especially if it involves kids, you know, like. Correct. I don't. They can't make their own decisions, right? You, yeah. you, you almost have to make it for them. Yeah, and it's, I think it should be left to the parents. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if the state or the government is like so confident, then why, why get us to sign like this? You know, like uh, um, those exclusion of liability <laughs> forms. In, in the sense that like if if right. because inevitably if someone takes a vaccine and they die from it or they get an injury, or whatever, shouldn't the government <coughs> then pay them off? If especially if it's mandatory, right? Because you, you force, you people, force to take this. people to take <laughs> yeah, it. If they get sick, then you should treat them. You should yeah, take care yeah, of them. Yeah. It's the morally correct thing to do, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. But they don't <clears throat> do that, you know. So, like, I don't know. I'm a bit... But at the same time, I recognize that we all took vaccines when we were young. Yeah. BCG yeah, yeah. jabs and all of <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. No one said shit back then. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, it's weird things. And then, I, you know, God, I have some, like, friends who, like, say, well, police state, police state, police state. Sure. I'm like, it's not... Not not yet, la. <laughs> it's not really a police state, la, Yeah, you know? I mean, like, you can't just have <clears throat> ultimate, unfettered sovereignty. You still right. have to stop at the traffic light. 
Exactly. Once you stop at a traffic light, yeah. you're limiting your rights as an individual already. Precisely, precisely. You're so, abiding by a societal rule. Yeah. Because you live in a society, right? Of course. There needs to be boundaries. Yeah. Alright, otherwise I go and shank the pull up for the next dollar, right? Yeah. I, I will murder anyone I want. Yeah, you don't live it on an island, you live with other people. Exactly. So you have to be accountable to the people you live with for sure. Again, just the the level. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. have to wait and see like which and it's always very complicated. It's not not the sexy answer because it's not an answer. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But it's probably the truest answer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the truth is no one has an answer. Lah. Otherwise, yeah. we would have, you would have, you know, just gone with the right answer. And the problem is that people on two sides, especially when it comes to like American politics, <clears throat> uh, they they treat the other as being def- definitively wrong. Sure. And that's just like, they might be right to a certain extent. Yeah, no, one, definitely. I, I think it's just like American culture is just very polarizing. Yeah. It's because of the media. Lah. Yeah. It's really because of the media. Correct. Like I, I, I lived in, in New York for a while mm. and people there are very like, they're very intense. Mm. You know, their views are taken to an extreme. Mm. So if I'm left wing, I'm like hard left, bro. Yeah. Right. There's no centrist. It's like those know. people who, when like Trump got elected, like a lot of this, like um, they would cry. Yeah. You know, I'm like, bro. oh, bro. You know, I was there du- during when Trump won the election, right, and right. I was naturally at the Hillary camp. I was literally at the pre-celebration because we were so bloody sure we were gonna win. Oh, damn, son. Yeah, I was there, and it was like. Thousands of people, and this is in New York, obviously, right? Right, right. right. And it was cold as shit. Yeah. Right. And everyone was committed. And we were there till like 3 30 in the morning. What was the, so when the results came out, what was the mood? Oh, dude. Out of the thousands of people who were there, easily 5% were crying. Oh my God. And 5% is a huge number. That's crazy. Right. If you think about it from absolute (laughs) terms, right? Easily hundreds of people were in tears. Yeah. It's just insane. It's insane. I, I, I'm not an American citizen so I wasn't shutting a, de- a damn tear right? <laughs> <laughs> I was well, like, oh, but why were you there you just to experience it like. yeah, yeah 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 I think it's part of the part of the, the right. yeah the overseas experience How was, was it like a really white crowd or was it mixed a lot, were there a lot of minorities out yeah there? I mean because I was in I was in Camp Hillary right. uh, you do see a lot of different different yeah, yeah. different races right? right yeah Hispanics blacks whites the whole shebang right yeah. I think if you were in the other camp you'd see mostly whites probably Interesting, yeah. interesting. And interestingly, both both celeb- quote-unquote celebrations were in New York because uh-huh. Trump is also from, right? Also should from have New jumped York. to the Trump. I know, right? Yeah, have that would have been Trump. a fiesta. <laughs> yeah. right? I went to the one where 5% of them were crying. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so depressing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Though. The way they do their politics, again, like, too much of media. Like, I mean, that's the very fact that Trump could become... Uh, uh, I know, right? Which is insane. Four years of that. Jesus. <laughs> you, know, you know John Stewart, right? I, I that's familiar. He familiar did the, name. The, the, the the you know Trevor Noah. Yes, he, Trevor Noah took over from John Stewart. Okay, so got he, it, got uh, it. Right, right. He was the OG. Yeah, yeah. So he is good friends with like Stephen Colbert. You sure. Know, he gave them their 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 slots. There, right, you know? right, right. <clears throat> so like uh, he John Stewart retired. You know, since Trevor Noah took over. Okay. But he's making kind of a comeback. He has a show now. I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, he has a show now. Got it. A little bit comedy, a little bit. Uh, you know, like political, and he's always like he's a uh, figure of the left, lah. Sure, know, full on, of course. So I think he was doing like a podcast or something, uh-huh. and he started joking around about um, how the goblins in uh, uh, Harry Potter, okay, they they look like caric- caricatures of Jewish uh, oh. people. 
it's an interesting like how uh, like comparison. Nazis would like draw <laughs> Jewish people and you sure know, sure and then they you know they're controlling the banks and okay yeah right, right whoa right, right. whoa whoa but okay. he was joking he was joking sure right but the media like I, there was like legit articles the way they framed it yeah was crazy they framed it like John Stewart accuses J, accuses J K Rowling of anti semitism. Wow, that's taking it to an extreme role. Yeah, like he, they took the most negative right. approach in interpreting what he said yeah. and put that out there. Correct. And he had to come out and like, and he was trending and all of this. Sure. He had to come out and say, I don't think J.K. Rowling is an anti-Semite. And it's crazy that I <laughs> I bet he didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's crazy that I have to say that. Yeah. It's insane because the media is just like some incentivized <clears throat> to like... That's exactly what I was, I, I was going to say. Yeah. It's, a, it's a problem with structural incentives. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. The press is incentivized to bring out the juiciest title ever. That's the only way they're going to earn, earn uh, money. revenue, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's a, it's a problem with incentives. Mm. Right? You, like, if it's in my benefit to omit your very obvious sarcasm in your statement, I will yeah. omit it if I'm going to get paid more. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> and they can always retract it later. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's right? the harm? Exactly. Uh, Malaysian mm. media is a bit more controlled. You don't see that as much. Right. But. I do have to say that that scandal with the Mahathir and the chopsticks. Yeah, right. That to me was a bit crazy. Because uh-huh. actually, what Mahathir said was not that crazy. Right. He, the, the context, <clears throat> when I saw that, I was like, I didn't repost it and I generally don't repost anymore. Sure. Because I was like, I need time to like listen to what he said yes. first. Gather all the facts before you spread <laughs> exactly. false information, right? So I re-listened to it. The context is different, dude. He right. was saying that someone asked him, Okay. Do you think uh, that, you know, in Indonesia, Indonesian Chinese have assimilated yeah. into the, the, the society. Sure. Do you think Malaysian Chinese can? Okay. And he was like, That's no, Malaysian Chinese culturally are different. Sure. You know, you see, even they eat, they use chopsticks. That's basically what he was saying. That's all he was saying. R- yeah, roughly yeah, he was yeah. saying that. You know, but the context and people sure. spinned it to like something else. La. I think it was spun to something along the lines of... Uh, Mahate wants everyone to eat with their hands. Yeah. So that we can all be a collective exactly, Malaysian society. Which exactly. is so far away. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's I felt that was unfair. La. That was sure. unfair. I'm not the biggest fan of Mahate. And yeah. he said stupid stuff in the past. Oh yeah, 100 percent yeah, yeah, for sure. But this was not one of them. Right. But people already had that, you know. It's so for sure. It trended. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I honestly think it's it's on the because the, your structural incentives are, are set in place, right? Mm. The likes of says and World of Buzz are mm. incentivized to talk about very extreme views, right? Yeah. So it's really up to the rakyat lah mm. to be like yourself. Yeah. You don't go and bloody go and reshare shit you don't know you not know nothing about just because it's cool. Yeah. Right. You should learn more about it lah. Yeah. Even like sites that do good work, like for example, Loud Asians. Yeah. Loud Asians they repost a lot of good stuff. Yeah. They do yeah, a yeah. lot of good work. Definitely. But even I'm careful with Loud Asians because it's <coughs> obvious that they are so skewed towards one perspective. Yes. And right. I feel it's also troubling for people who follow loud agents because they are only exposed to negative things. Correct. And the world is not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world, if you just see negative things, you're going to think, if you keep on saying Malaysia does, Malaysian does this racist thing, yep. Malaysian does this racist thing, you're going to think Malaysia is racist. Sure. But you're not seeing the... The good. The good. Yeah. You know, there was one time I was uh, driving my car, my petrol uh, finished, and, right. I was, and I was like a dumbass. I didn't have my wallet with me, so literally I was stranded. Oh, shit. So I couldn't even like top... But I was at the petrol station. Right. So I told the, the guy, I didn't bring my wallet. Can I just top up? I'll just go back home and I'll you know come back and I'll, I'll pay. 
This was when I was much younger and okay. much more stupid. La. <laughs> Still stupid, but much but stupid. Significantly less. <laughs> significantly less. So, so the guy was like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't sure. do that. You know, of course, I like, expect as much. Malay guy just comes up to me. Young guy. Hey, bro, 10 bucks. Right. right. And he just gives it to me. Hey, bro. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Uh, can I get your number? No, no, no. It's okay. Just keep it. Damn. Just what a, a lad. Yeah, man. I didn't, I didn't ask him. I didn't talk to him. Nothing. Sure. He just overheard my conversation. And he just gave me the 10 bucks. Yeah. Not to stereotype, yeah. but I, I genuinely feel, and yeah. my girlfriend and I talk about this all the time, yeah. Malay people are just damn nice. Yeah, and they're, they're very generous, actually. They're super generous. They're very kind, and they're very willing to help mm. people they don't know nuts about. right? Like, if you see a car broken down, 10 out of 10 times, not even 9 out of 10, right? 10 out of 10, right? You see, it's, it's a, a, I don't know, a food panda rider, <laughs> right? A grab food rider, or some, some Malay dude who's helping their fellow out. Yeah. It's never a Chinese fella. I mean, promise you that, right? <laughs> we're literally taught, right, since we are kids, right? Oh, just don't don't look for trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's right? not even like a selfish thing. Yeah, but like we are taught, like don't get involved, don't get involved. Exactly, don't exactly. Yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. get trouble for yourself only, right? Yeah, and of course, it's a generalization, lah. Of course, yeah, yeah but yeah. I think to a large extent, probably true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about generaliz- generalizations. There is truth in the generalizations. Yes, yeah, just not the whole truth. Yeah, 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 yeah so. Yeah. Like you, you normal one, Chinese people are good in math. Right. It's a stereotype. It is a stereotype, yeah. yeah. You know, but it's a stereotype with some basis in truth. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> there are, of course, a lot of exceptions. For sure, for I sure. I know many Chinese people who are not good in math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think statistically, <laughs> if you look yeah, at the country. I think, I think a majority of them are probably I, uh, good in math, yeah. It's so funny because like um, Chinese people are like, they disprove so many things. They, they kind of like this torn in a lot of, sure. you know, like, some people think like, you know, there was a moment I think culture was underplayed. Yeah. But Chinese people show you how powerful culture is. Right. Because if you go to America, for example. Yeah. Like, okay, everyone says that America, the institution is racist. Sure. But then you see like Chinese at like all the top. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the Ivy schools are flooded with Chinese. <laughs> right. You know, to the <clears throat> point where like putting in a quota for black people, uh, the black uh, communities in Ivy schools yeah. is a bit weird because it would affect... Correct. Uh, other minorities. Right, 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 right. And so there's this weird... Uh, uh, Fascinating. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think what's interesting with, with uh, American or the American version of equality mm. is, at least in my view, yeah. in today's view, it's, it's very much equality of outcome mm. rather than equality of opportunity. opportunity yeah. yeah, right. And it's a huge difference. Big difference. Right? Because I was listening to this other podcast and I think it was like Jordan Peterson or some, sure. some, something like that. And he was talking about the distinction between the two. Yeah. And I think I kind of agree with him in that you having equality of outcome yeah. where it's essentially you're saying no to competition. Yes. Right? And then he draws this analogy of like, oh, uh, if, equal, if, if, equal, if you believe in equality of outcome and let's say you get into an accident and you need surgery because a rib punctured your lung, would you want a half-baked surgeon? Mm. Right, yeah. To, to fucking do you, do, you, do you, you want someone who has gotten in on merit? Yeah. Or do you want who, someone who was not supposed to be there? Exactly. But got in because you needed to be. You needed to fill the space. Precisely. Yeah. 100%. Right. And it's it's insane because right. So now you're looking at it from a racial lens, which mm. I would it's 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 wrong, but I would argue okay. But if you look at it from a from a able versus disabled person, not mm. that I mean I'm hating disabled disability people with disabilities, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. But if this guy has one arm. 
okay? Mm. And like four toes in both of his feet, cumulatively, mm. right? And he's going to operate on me. Mm. I'm going to say hard no, la, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah I can, I can just hear like a liberal person. Why? How do you know that he's not, he can, he, yeah. he might have the skill. That's not the point, the, la. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude, my rib puncture my lungs, bro. Cut <laughs> 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 me some slack, la. A lot, lot of yeah. people give Jordan Peterson flag. In fact, the other day, I was just talking to my cousin who like, you know, telling me that he was not a big fan of Jordan Peterson. And sure. I, I understand why. Yeah. Because Jordan Peterson talks about a lot of things. Oh, yeah. And a lot of things he shouldn't be talking about. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> he should so not true. be talking about Marxism. He yeah. should not be talking about politics. <laughs> but there are certain things that he does talk about, no one else is talking about. That's fair. Yes. You know, and one of the uh, big principles that I think that he has spoken about and shed light on that no one was talking about yeah. is this concept of uh, equality of outcome versus equality of right, opportunity, right, right. which is legit. It's so legit. And we as Malaysians, I as a Malaysian, understood exactly what he was saying. Right. Because I live in a society that has a quota system. Exactly. And I hate 100%. quota systems. It's ridiculous. So I sometimes get confused when like a uh, f- like, uh, woman, advo- uh, woman advocate, uh, how, do you, how do you frame them? Groups that advocate for women's rights. Sure. Also advocate for quota systems. And oh, I like, okay. you know, they want like 50% male CEOs and 50% right, female right, right, CEOs. Right. I'm like, that is, I mean, they are, I'm sure there are other policies that they are pursuing that are sure. very good. But this kind this of policies, one. I think is silly. Yeah. Why would you want to up, open up spaces when there are not enough women maybe applying for those positions? <laughs> exactly. You're going to yeah. get like substandard people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to just show, it's just going to, perpetuate the stereotype of women not being able to do those roles. Exactly, exactly. You know? And you're essentially lowering the bar. Exactly. Right? I think it's it's difficult to envision the repercussions of that from a corporate, uh, uh, using a, a corporation as, a, as an example, but if you take a look at like a, a sport, mm. right, say boxing or golf or whatever the sport may be, right? If you lower that bar, right? So let's say, okay, uh, all tennis players, right? Uh, there's no, going to be no segregation between male and female. It's going to be one collective tournament, mm. right? And I must have uh, a male and female finalist, for example, right? Mm. So that must mean that all men must just play worse, <laughs> right, collectively. Yeah, and yeah. then as the audience, you're not seeing what humanity is capable of at its yeah. best. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. stifling competition. You're stifling what the bar should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have two problems. One problem is you might not get the enough people to fill in the roles that you're looking for, so you'll reduce the quality yeah. of people coming in. Second is you'll also... Like you said, like you overall also you might reduce the quality right. of the performance <clears throat> on everyone's ends. Like the right. whole structure, the quality will, will have to dip. Lah. Precisely. And the biggest problem here is it's two guys talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest problem. Oh, now we're gonna already. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a damn. I don't understand. People say that like, oh, uh, men should not speak on women's issues. Why not? Exactly. Why not? An issue, uh, uh, we might not be able to understand the, the, the un- we might not understand a woman's perspective fully. Right. But we're human beings. One of the greatest abilities human beings have is empathy. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, evolutionarily, the ability for us to like imagine how a tiger would move and where they would be <laughs> hiding. We are, we are inbuilt this ability to, yeah. I mean, people can identify as a freaking wolf I think we can understand different... Or you know? at least attempt to empathize with. <laughs> yeah, right? with a woman or with a child. Sure, sure, right? sure. We yeah. have this ability. So it's just a matter of like dialoguing and conversing. Yeah. And I think if people listen to our conversation, they can tell whether it's of substance or not. Right. 
You know, if yeah. we are, if two women were saying the exact same thing so we were saying, sure, and they perceive it differently because we are guys and they are women, it's weird. It is. It's it just. Is. It should be the merits of your argument. Correct. Precisely. <sighs> it's just the unfortunate truth that that's not the case. Like there's so many like psychiatrists deal with like you know deal with a lot of persons that yep. you know you don't need to be depressed to talk to a person with depression. <laughs> That's a great analogy, it's right? It's true, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. Well, I have to become an alcoholic to be, to help people who are alcoholics. Yeah. It's weird. Exactly. Like, yeah. what what if what if I'm like uh, uh, an HIV AIDS uh, <laughs> yeah. specialist, right? Do I need to contract HIV before yeah. you get to listen to yeah. me? Or oh, I've never been terminally <clears throat> ill, so I can't talk to people with terminal sure. illness. It's yeah, come on, no. it's ridiculous. And of course, like if you've had that experience, it informs your decision. But it doesn't mean that people who have not can't also be informed. Correct, correct. You know, it might be a, a different way. La. I feel you just need to look at the facts. I just think <laughs> I just think there's a real kind of like when too many people flock at a particular idea, yeah. there's like a, you you water down the idea. Mm. And it becomes like a very immature. Right, 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 right. That's you know? true. That's and then true. so a lot of these people just spout things <laughs> and they really have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah correct. And social media is not helping this. Oh, man. It really is not. Those TikToks, really right? Yeah. Like I saw a TikTok the other day that says like, there's no such thing as white culture because... <laughs> <laughs> Factually speaking, I don't know if that's a... Uh, he, he's, he's, his, thing was, his, his thing was like, you know, like uh, you have like German culture, you have like, you know, you have people oh. who come from like, you, you, the, you, you have European culture, okay. but you don't have like white culture. I see. And I'm like, who are you to say so? Yeah. You know, these are complex societal <laughs> ideas. Exactly. And you just put it up in a TikTok <laughs> and right. people are like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, clap, clap emoji. Clap emoji. <laughs> Who the heck are you? Yeah. Even if you're like a sociologist lecturer, these right. concepts are so uh, weak and like, you know, Correct. theoretical. Yes. Who are you to say that? You know? It is so fluid. What What is what a is, culture? What is culture? Exactly, right? What the hell is culture? Yeah. Like, I'm sure people who grew up in America, are they like uh, African-American? Are they African? Are they black? Or sure. are they American? Right. You, you know, do they relate to uh, Americans or do they, do they relate to people in Africa? Yeah. It's complex. Uh. It's, it's complex. It's a lot of duality. I mean, a lot of correct, different correct. facets to it, right? Yeah. There's so many variables. An infinite number. Yeah. Right? How can you just draw that line? <laughs> Even for us, right? Like, dude, if I, I'm like a Malaysian Indian, right? Uh, I cannot escape the fact that I have experiences of an Indian person in the sense that people look at me like I'm an Indian. Sure, sure. Talk to me like I'm Indian. Yep. They perceive me to be an Indian. But at the same time, uh, I don't relate to people in India. <laughs> I can't imagine going back and staying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's not my, you know, I didn't grow up with, I don't know anything about India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know some Tamil movies is about it. Shit, I know less about China than you do about India. Trust me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you know, it's like weird, lah. So right, what, right, what, right, am, right. what am I? What are we? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's a funny question. So I, I actually literally asked my girlfriend this question right. yesterday, and it was to- totally random, right? Yeah. What are you? Oh, right. It's a it's a question of like, uh, are you are you your soul? Mm. Are you uh, are are you your physical body? Mm. Are you? nothing and you're nihilist right mm. right like what what really are you and then we were having this discussion of like uh okay if you're on this theory of like physicalism where you're trying to determine if you are your body mm. then maybe you're only a part of your body because if i amputated my arm i'm still here yeah yeah, yeah. right so at what point do i stop being me could it be my heart could it be my brain yeah right yeah, yeah. what is it yeah yeah and then yeah. maybe you're not that physicalist route and maybe you're this like 
you're, you're, you're taking the, oh, I'm a soul route, right? And then how do you prove you're a soul? And there's this whole thing. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so it's like, man, there's just so many things you just don't know the answers to. I mean, that's why, for me, abortion is such an interesting discussion. Right. Because centrally for me, when you talk about abortion, yeah. you have to ask yourself a question which nobody asks, Correct. which I think is crazy, which is, when does a human being become, become a human a, being? Yep. Because even for me, legally, I can tell you that once you're a human being, you have rights. Sure. You know, you have rights that protect you from other rights. Yep. So like, even if a baby <clears throat> is in womb, if we have a period where we consider the baby to have rights, sure, it's not no longer w- w- a, like w- uh, the woman can decide completely yep. because, because you, you have you're holding a human being. Right, right, right. Correct. It's, take away the womb. If you're holding a baby in your arms, sure. you can't just kill it. Kill it. You can't. Yeah, it's you a can't. it's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you it's, know. So it's, when does <clears throat> that baby, that fetus, when the, when is it a human person? Right, right, right. And I think from a, from a legal perspective, you draw arbitrary lines, right? Just yeah. so it's convenient, right? The most common arbitrary line is um, when the baby can or when the fetus can survive on its own without the mother. Oh, that's the that's, that's the, the line. Usually, oh, okay, the line. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, if it can survive on its own, right? Then no, you can't uh, abort. Okay, okay. Yeah, and actually, usually by that stage, it's usually dangerous to abort anyway. Sure. But it's weird because, like, if uh, for a lot of countries, if your 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 fetus has Down's baby has Down syndrome, yeah, blind, then there's no limits. You can abort at any time. What the hell is that about? It's weird. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the initial arbitrary line was drawn on the grounds of life as a principle. It was just they needed a line, right? They needed exactly. a line. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a contradiction. Like, if you don't have a line, and let's yep. say let's say someone is really something is not right, mm. they want to abort at nine months, which is crazy. It's not safe. Right. But let's say, lah, sure. they want to abort at nine months. Yep. The distinction between a baby in womb in nine months and a baby out of womb is nothing. <laughs> it's literally location. It's nothing. So <laughs> there's a weird contradiction yep. that we say like, out of womb, like a, like taking a rabbit out of a hat. Life? No, no life. Life? Yeah. No. <laughs> so it's like weird. So <laughs> there, there must be some consistency. Uh, so we need to figure out, okay, so when does it... So then they say, okay, it must be this line. La. I see. But okay. then somehow it doesn't apply for kids with Down syndrome. Right, exactly, that. exactly. So it's weird. Yeah. It's very But weird. to be fair, yeah. I can't think of a better solution. La. I, I, right? I mean, I, mean mm. I, can, I can think of alternative solutions, but who's to say it's better or worse, right? Mm. Yeah. Life, is, tough. life is complicated, man. Yeah. You, know, you know when you were a kid, mm. things were so simple. I was thinking about how, like, I, you know, I have some friends now who go to therapy and go to, like, you know, right. who have gone through, like, depression and have, you know, I've had friends who, like, cut themselves. And sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I understand. And that. I just, can't I was thinking to myself, how is it weird that as you grow older, these things manifest? Yeah. Like, when we were kids, there was no, like, depressed kids. <laughs> <laughs> you go to school, you come back, you, I don't know, you pray tuition is skipped. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst case. Yeah. The bar, the, uh, of course, exception being kids who have gone through like real trauma, sure. like they're abused. You can see that, you know, they'll be wetting their beds and yep. they'll be afraid of the dark and things like that. But generally, you don't see like a, a kid like just, I mean, for me growing up, la, yeah. I didn't see any kid like that. Yeah, yeah. I saw it Neither when they I. became teenagers and when they became, and as people grow older, mm. it becomes more and more intense. Yeah. And just like, you, you suddenly have to face the realities of life and <laughs> it's difficult, man. <laughs> Shit is hard, bro. It's hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I was actually listening to one of your uh, uh, other podcasts mm. and you're talking about, uh, you know, age and yeah. life in general. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it should hit me hard, man. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? I, mean, I don't know. It's like you were, you were mentioning that uh, 
when you were a kid, you used to think someone in their mid twenties or thirties yeah. is was old. Yeah. You had life figured out, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh shit, we are so far away, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think it's possible at this point. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was talking to my cousin yesterday, <clears throat> and he went to Ireland a few years ago, okay, like four okay. or five years ago. But he came back for good. But he's still working for Ireland. But he's working remotely sure. here now. And he was telling me about his sort of journey, and he's one of my older older cousins. Okay. So to me, he always had, I always perceived him to be like 40, in his like late, mid 30s, sure. late 30s. He always had that, that effect, figure, yeah. that, that feel, right? Then he's telling me like, yeah, when I went to Ireland, it was a big shift. I mean, I was only 29 years old. Like, you were 29 when you went to Ireland? Like, yeah, I'm 30 now, <laughs> right? I'm like, you mean you, I, I know 29 year olds now. Right. And they're all kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Everyone's sure. a kid. So you went, as a kid, you went to Ireland. Yeah. And you started this whole life for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then he was like, what, what, what age do you think I went? Like, to me, you were always in your 40s. Right. Then he was like cursing me out. Lah, because yeah. I realized that this cousin, who I always perceived to be so <coughs> much more older, was actually young. Correct. It's Correct. crazy. Dude. Yeah, Age yeah, yeah. is so funny that way. It's so strange, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Yeah. That's why like, I was telling myself, for this new year, I mean, normally, you know, you do your goals and for sure, year or whatever. Sure, sure, yeah. But I was telling myself, like, I want to do like, what are like three, four things that I want to accomplish by 40? Okay. Not just like work, yep. but in terms of like my life. Like I want to learn, and I, I put it down to a few things. Huh? Like I really want to get in shape. Uh, I really want to uh, I learn Tamil. Okay, wow. You know, Respect. I hope to learn an instrument. Uh-huh. And I told myself like, I can do this in 10 years. 10 years. 10 years is a long time. You can do it. And the reason why I was okay with it is because <clears throat> I used to think, I used to have this thing was, which I felt like I was out of time. Yeah. But now I, because I look at age differently, I realize 40 is young. Yeah. So I think to myself, 30 to 40, I spend just doing this. I'll be good at it by, you know, you just take four years to become decent at something. Yeah, that's true. So that's by the time you reach 40, you'll be good at it. And 40 yeah. is a good age. Yeah. It's a good age yeah, to have these skills. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So I, like, I felt like, kind of like, oh, that's, that's this is a nice feeling. Like, you mm. feel like you look forward to something. Correct, correct. Rather than feeling like, I need to catch up. Yeah. And it's that catch up <clears throat> feeling that really sucks. Oh, it feels terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. You know, you see your friends who got like 150, 200,000 <laughs> in the bank. Then you're like, shit. Comparison <laughs> is a thief of joy, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it truly, truly is. You're like, oh, shit. Are there books I can sell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, looking around, I, I don't I need this computer. How much will that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get two kidneys, right? So one, like. <laughs> Do I really need that liver? I mean, <laughs> I'm not that important, lah. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think you see a, a prerequisite to all of this is actually just introspection. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I, I, I'm set to announce that not many people have. Yeah. Right? A lot of people just go with the flow. Exactly. But it's so important to just sit down and self reflect and be honest with yourself. Yeah. Right? And nobody in the fucking shit, nobody's perfect, right? Yeah. Uh, there's so many things that you can self correct. I tell this story to my, like, because I teach Sunday school. Yeah. To these 15 year old kids. I tell them the story about this friend I had. <coughs> When we started college, I have to be careful with this story. Uh, I had a <laughs> friend. Okay, okay, no, let's let's do this properly. I had a friend uh-huh. who. Uh, okay, I had a friend who. Uh, I met her and I was close to her. Got it. And she was dating one guy. Okay. In our in our circle of friends. Got it. And our, we just met, right? After three four months, she broke up with this guy. Okay. Then she started dating another one of my friends in the same group. Okay. After three, four months, she broke up with that guy and started dating another guy in the same group. Okay. So we're all friends. Third time is a charm. That one also broke up eventually. Okay. So then she goes on and then she continues this uh, 
this dating streak lah just sure. goes on you know and it's not like a normal I don't I know not maybe it's not right for me to say normal but there's a baseline for everybody sure and then you see someone that's like just really ahead of everybody right. else clearly right? an outlier yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so really this person like you know gold gold medal right? gold medal <laughs> <laughs> so and I knew that this person had issues with her her dad okay her dad, you know her dad left yep. when she was very young and all the all of that and I w- I've been very introspective for a long time. Sure. So I kind of always like, I always kind of knew like, yeah, I think you need to deal with that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, she had so much of like anger I towards see. the father, so she never wanted to touch it. Um, and she ended up like, uh, meeting someone, d- uh-huh. you know, d- dating someone, hooking up with someone, having a kid out of wedlock, okay. going to a shotgun wedding. Got it. And basically ended, ended up in a re- marriage where she was unhappy. I see. And I was thinking to myself, like, and this took a, it was like about a 10 year, 10 year period. Right. From when I knew her. And I thought to myself, like, I don't, I don't mean to judge her. I think everybody has their own path and like, I don't look at you as any less a friend. Sure. And I got your back in any case. But I wonder if people in her position, like, if they take the time to just ask myself, like, ask yourself, like, why am I, because, you know, some, some people say things like, I don't know why I keep getting attracted to the same person. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you sat down and thought, and thought about thought it. thought about maybe, it. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you would find the answer. You're, you're not like a, 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 like a, 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 a tree that just Correct. goes towards sunlight. You exactly. know, you can decide where you want yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. You're not like bound by your emotions. right? Yep. You're, 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 you know, you can decide. I don't know why I keep on dating guys that like to drink a lot. You know, like sure. maybe you do, maybe, yeah, but you need to think about self it. Self-reflection, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah because true. it's not obvious. Correct. It's not really, it's something deep down you really have to yeah. think about. Yeah, the challenge is most people go through life just day by day, yeah. one foot in front of the next. Yeah. And you forget where the hell you're walking to. Yeah. Suddenly <laughs> you're here and you're like, shit, <laughs> how did I get here? Yeah, 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 correct, correct, correct. You're, you're basically missing the forest from the trees, right? You're just, right. yeah, it's just quite sad. You, so with you and your brother, uh, I mean, like we're saying, mind and heart, right? Yeah. You're more mind, sure. you're more heart. But do you think that He's more the sensitive one. You're not as sensitive. Do you think you're a very logical person? Or do you think like things like emotions, like, I mean, I'm talking to you like you're a robot. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like in comparison to, in comparison to John. Sure, Mark, yeah. Right? Do, you, do you see like differences in the way you both conduct yourselves? Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah. Right. I think, I, I, I guess I can speak for myself a bit more confidently. I, I like to think I'm more logical. Mm. Um, and I identify myself as such. Uh, but do, I do you see any like hindrances in being that logical? Oh yes, right. no, with certainty. Yep, yes, yep, yep. that's yep. what I was trying to get at. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah. I think I I used to believe that you know sticking to the facts, being logical, yeah. right, making coherent structural arguments. Yeah, that's what that was <laughs> right. that Ben Shapiro quote. Uh, what uh, facts don't care about your feelings? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. I, oh, I was all about that life, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially my early twenties. Right. I, I think. Uh, I used to think that that would get me far enough in life yeah. to be happy and in my relationships. Totally not true. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Because the the reality is, you know, being in a romantic relationship with someone, it's yeah. not just about the damn facts, lah, bro. Yeah, because sometimes right. you could be right, but the yeah. way you react could be wrong. Correct, correct, <laughs> exactly. And I used to think that okay, maybe that's true for relationships, but maybe in work, mm. that's fine. Also not true. Ah, yeah, see, you need to have a significant amount of empathy. Mm. and emotional intelligence to navigate this very, very complex world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I, think, I, I think over time as I, as I, as I age, 
uh, maybe being logical is one part of me, mm. but not not totally all of it. Mm. So I do want to have more heart, which is where I, I I always envy John. Right, John is like the epitome of heart mm. because he is who he is regardless of social setting. Mm. I'm a very different person depending on who I'm with. Yeah, right. Yeah. With my friends, my family, with my girlfriend, I'm I'm almost a different individual. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And sometimes I have like existential crises. I'm like, who the hell am I? But mm. John is always John. <laughs> no matter who the hell he's with, he's always the same guy. Right. Yeah. Right, right, Mad right. respect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. he's so full of heart. So yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why the podcast is so good. Like you, you see the differences and the, the yeah, I know for sure the the sort of the the way the, you all bounce off each other, right? Mm. You know, John will be like uh, calling out Genie Boy <laughs> and for the umpteenth time. <laughs> for Iggy is like trying to do some damage control or like yeah, yeah. You know, to, He's hoping Genie Boy is gonna come eventually. <laughs> he's gonna respond to my sixteenth email. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The dynamic is very interesting and it all happened by chance. I, I'm just curious how you guys, do you guys ever fight? John and I? No, in the, that, among the oh, in, three, three of you. Ah, uh, never. Never, right? Never. Oh, I, don't, I don't think so. Right, uh, right. Yeah, not really. Right, right. And uh, yeah, I think, I think you know, because like 66% of it is John and myself, right? Yeah. And John yeah. and I never fight. I think, oh, yeah. yeah like, when you were younger, for sure. When we were younger, for sure. Yeah. But I think post him going to the US and him coming back yeah. uh, while we were like, Effectively, grown-ups, uh, we've we've never fought since. Yeah, yeah. Your relationship is a lot like my relationship with my brother as well. Oh, my yeah? brother is also more the rational one, and I'm oh, more the hard I see. one. Okay, but but we both are, we we both are sensitive, right? But it's just that we deal with it in like. Different so ways. he uses his mind to compartmentalize okay. that, <laughs> I and see. I guess I go with my heart. Sure. Still, uh, you know? Is he the younger brother? Yeah, yeah. Wow, dude, is dude. that just a thing? I mean, probably, man. I yeah. don't know. Oh, shit. Oh, maybe. maybe it's like he, the younger brothers grow up and like looking at the older brothers who stupid shit. Maybe and, like, and then you just we, have to a, learn there from must it. be a better way. Than <laughs> this. this can't be my future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I I've seen this trend yeah. uh, more frequently than I like to admit. And maybe with boys in particular, I don't. Ah, know. Not true either. Because not me true. and my brother used to fight a lot when we were young. Oh yeah. But then we we came to a point where we were active in church, so active oh, being active in church helped a lot because we were like. Had to work together, right? And so then there was a mutual respect, and from uh, that, that was the base. I uh. see, I see. Also, we were growing up, like, I guess, right? Yeah. Because when you're younger, you don't have much in com- in in sense, you don't like talk, yeah, and build a, re- a connection, right? You're just <laughs> like just living in the moment, you know. And most of the games involve fighting anyway. Yeah, so I might as well do it in real life. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a natural <laughs> extension of it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But like, you grow up, then you can have a conversation, mm. and then you build like a relationship like that's intimacy, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. sharing. Yeah, like I've had like because uh, Christian travels a lot. But when he and we don't talk usually when he's abroad. I see. But when he comes back, we have like you know. I remember he came back a few months ago, so I came back from work about nine something. And sat down. He was baking for whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> living good life. He, he do he yeah uh, he he likes to keep active plus. So he was baking and we were talking. Sure. And we ended up talking at like four or five in the morning. Right. Right. The the brownies he baked was shit. <laughs> it was so bad. I think we were too <laughs> preoccupied with the conversation. But you know, that's kind of like our relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a beautiful thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel really, really sad for people who aren't close to their siblings. Yeah. It's yeah. such a wasted opportunity. John is like my best friend, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I, 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 and to say that that if there is a universe where that's not the case would be yeah. absolutely dreadful. And your dynamic is funny with, with John because like you're like more stoic. Oh yeah, and definitely. John is always trying to break you out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's that's his been that's been his thing for just <laughs> absolutely years. 
I, I, I'm pretty sure he, he always tells the story where he pissed on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. iconic. Absolutely iconic. Maybe tell it for the people who, who don't know that story. Right. I think the setting was like, it's, uh, I don't know, midnight, maybe two in the morning. We're downstairs in the living room uh, watching some Man United game, right? At an absurd hour of the night. Yeah. And I was just pissed. I don't know why, mm. right? I was just having a bad mood. I don't know, for some reason or other. I was a teenager, right? So, right. Um, John, famous for trying to break me out of this. All my life, still until today, <laughs> he's on his streak. Right? And he's like, I bet I could make you laugh. And I was like, dead serious. I'm like, bet you can't. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just stands up on the couch, pulls down his pants, and he pisses on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is going on? I did not sign up for this. And you will be so surprised how much an individual actually pees. Yeah, man. I yeah. know. I know. You'll you never notice it because you know 99% of yeah. the time you pee in a toilet bowl and you don't yeah. see the volume. Oh, see. it's a hell of a lot of pee. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah. Guy took like six different guys yeah. to wipe it up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even if you puke, you'll be surprised how much of Yeah, yeah. The volume is insane. I was uh, at a dinner the other day and so these young lawyers, I mean, there are a lot of lawyers there, sure. but there was a group of these young, young, they are chambering. La. Okay. So one of the girls was out. La. She was just KO. Oh gone. boy. But she was, she was like, you know, on the head sure. of another person. So they all knew she was going to eventually vomit or whatever. So, I'm like the old, one of the older, considered a bit more senior. Right. You know, so we're all just at the back looking at these kids. They're like, you're stupid idiots. <laughs> Dumbasses <laughs> don't know how to handle your alcohol. So <laughs> then they put a plastic bag on the table. Okay. So all the young ones disappeared. It was just two of these girls. The one girl was going to, might was project, you know, we were project, projected to pro- puke. Projected to puke. <laughs> <laughs> to project, with some projectiles. <laughs> probably. So then another girl sitting next to her. So then the, the, she was just like, you know, they were just chilling. Then the girl starts to puke. Okay. But she pukes at... It's an elevated bar table, right? Got it. So she's sitting on a high chair. Yep. She just starts puking on the floor. Oh, boy. And this other girl, I really don't know what was going through her mind. Right. She didn't grab the plastic <clears> bag. <throat> she just starts tapping her back. Nice. So this other girl is just puking on the floor. Oh, God. And there's a particular sound when like hard liquid hits, oh, yeah. hits I can, the floor. I like can the, hear it in my mind. Yeah, it's like a... Sp- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's There's just, like some whiplash yeah, there. yeah and he's gonna just tapping her back i'm like are you just gonna tap her back i suppose she doesn't want to you know come in midstream oh <laughs> who is going to clean this up not the two of them poor, that's for sure the poor bangladeshi uh, workers yeah. man the guys who don't get paid enough oh for this shit. my god oh my i god. never seen something like that before bro oh man you, i've never seen like a waterfall of like oh is that much vomit yeah just coming she was like then tap 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 I'm like come on bro just stop (laughs) for your sake please stop Uh, and this is a corporate event I'm guessing given you're there and it's in the context of your your legal firm but it's like a corporate event but it's not like a high it's like a you know it's like a drink 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 kind of corporate event oh I see I see I see okay okay. so socially that's okay uh, it's paid by a company but it's everyone is ratchet (laughs) (laughs) everyone is just like it's you know a, a lot of nonsense going on right 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 Fun night. Uh, that girl uh, no made doubt. that girl made the night <laughs> much fun for me. Uh, yeah, la. dude. I'm sure it's like a a memory that's tied to her name at this point. Yeah, we all have those stories. Oh man, <laughs> then her boyfriend like came into the like her boyfriend wasn't even around. Oh, I see. And they all called it. Oh, she's gone. And the boyfriend right. comes from badminton. <laughs> comes nice. from badminton. So he's comes wearing in. his shorts and his shoes. Yeah, like, shorts, right? shirt. He comes in, goes to her, picks her up like Superman, like you know, like oh. two hands, and because it's upstairs. Yeah, picks her up. 
just walks her like oh that guy <laughs> is a real man dude walks her through and he has to take her be- between all the people right right so he so can like navigate it's like you know imagine superman carrying some lois lane yeah and lois he, lane. and all these people have to part for him to right. walk for, so for him to was, walk right he was superman so people, and then he was walking just took her like you know really stoically took her took her downstairs and took her into the car. Wow, that guy's a real man, dude. Yo, 100%, man, respect. 100%, man, respect. Oh, <laughs> Can't imagine the first thing she says when she wakes up. <laughs> she could not... I know what happened. Uh. I, I did a follow-up to find out what happened. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> so, apparently she woke up at like 6 in the morning and she was sure. like, how did I get here? Oh shit, she doesn't she even remember. I can't remember anything. I see. <laughs> I guess best if she forgot. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. the boyfriend was apparently quite, I mean, quite okay. La, I know? see. It's I see. not like a, a common occurrence kind of thing. Right. So, right, I think so. So yeah, it was fun, yeah. man. Was Kids, fun. man. Kids, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We, we, we've gone past that stage of... Uh, oh yeah, I like to think so. I feel, my theory is, mm. 10 years from now, we're still going to say the same thing about our mid-20-year-old self. Oh, true, true. Right? Possible. That's the thing about perception, lah. I know, right? It it's just alters funny. way too quickly. Are you thinking about getting married anytime soon? Or I'm like 20... It's 2022, so I'm 27 this year. Mm. Uh, maybe my early 30s. That's what I'd like to think. Right, right, right. Yeah. You've dated long? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think decently long. I think about three years now. Oh, that's... Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Mari- marriable. <laughs> marriageable. 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 Not really a word, but I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a marriageable period. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like... Uh, uh, it sounds like the right type. She's one year younger than me, right? So I guess there is a biological constraint which yeah. we can anchor on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Otherwise, we can't make decisions. When that's yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah probably, probably mid thirties or, or early thirties. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever feel pressured to like get married? Not particularly. Uh, I understand that some families, uh, even surprisingly, even in today's generation, uh-huh. that like, your parents sort of impose that pressure on you, yeah. or your peers are imposing that pressure on you. I totally don't give a shit. Mm. Yeah. I'm like immune to that. Yeah. 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 It's your logical mind. Yeah. Correct. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess it's a question of whether I want to be a dad or not. Mm. That's what you're thinking about. Yeah. That's, that's the big question. Oh, that's interesting. Why, what's your reservations? It's, uh, it used to be financial. Now, not so much. Mm. Uh, now it's a question of, because it impacts like decades of your life, right? Yeah, it's right? a heavy. Easily, your f- the, f- the first two decades of life, pretty much on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, emotionally, yeah. as well as you know, from a time perspective. Yeah. Right. So, is that something I'm willing to part with? Because yeah. shit, I could be just going to Paris, Tokyo. Yeah. Right. For sure. And if you see like people who don't, people who don't have kids versus people have who have kids. Yeah. There's a clear difference. Oh, humongous difference. Like, physically, they look different. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, and not just the women, the men the as men well. Do, the men too. You know, I think it's something with a lack of sleep or... I know, don't know, man. But yeah, my theory is it's stress. Mm. My theory lah. Uh, because more, more often than not, there is a financial pressure, mm. right? And then there is like a developmental pressure because what if my, like, my kid is like, you know, Ponting Skola half the time, go CC. Mm. What if he turns out to be a, a terrible human being growing up? And there's that, that stress layered on top of you and mm. then that makes you just look 20 years your senior. <laughs> you know? And you can't, ima- you can't like explain to like a four-year-old 
you know you can't explain to for you the market has you know the it's the, the bubble burst you know like <laughs> you can't explain to we need to scale things down yeah, 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 yeah correct, correct we all have to do our part you can't explain to a exactly or, exactly yeah well, hell i just learned it like two years ago probably <laughs> <laughs> can't expect the four year old to inflation is up right yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. the year 6.8 percent bank nagara has imposed higher interest you know yeah like <laughs> exactly exactly yeah <laughs> What about you? Do, do you do you aspire to be a father? Aspire yeah, to be yeah, married? yeah, 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 yeah. I've always, for me, I always wanted to be rich, just because I could have a big family. A big family. Define yeah. big. I would love seven kids. Seven kids. I would love Your it. wife better be a machine, bro. Dude, my wife, she wouldn't be able to keep her hands off me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that that I have no issue with. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no problem. I know what I bring to the table, and for it's sure. a lot. <laughs> 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 what? But I'm curious, right? So you're you come from a family where it's just you and your brother, right? Yeah, but my mom and dad came from big families. I see. So my okay. mom has like uh, six, five, six siblings. Uh-huh. My dad same. Okay. So I have a lot of cousins. Right, 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 right. right. And uh, I also surprisingly enough have friends. I have about three friends who come from big families, like seven uh-huh, kids. Ah, okay. And I just like the dynamic. Right, right. I just right. really like the dynamic. I, is it also a part of me because I love people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I sure. love, love people. And so the idea of having my own people <laughs> is like the ultimate oh, win. Mini Roshans. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate <laughs> win for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay. I, I don't know. I just like the idea of fatherhood. I personally mm. feel, I mean, I really, I don't think people should have kids if they don't want to have kids. Sure. Because, yeah, I, I, I feel like, I just feel like, yeah, we, 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 you shouldn't, it's a really important thing. Yeah, and it shouldn't be done like just casually. casually. Correct, because like it's you a said, social norm. Like yeah. you said, it's a big responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And parents need to be like really. They need to want to do it because there's like a lot of you need to read, you need to learn. It's yeah, so much growing a human yeah. being. It's not a yeah. You know, it's it's a lot of things <clears throat> that that needs to be done. So, I think you should want it. But I do think there's a benefit to being a parent right. that affects you. Affects <clears throat> you. It affects you as a human being. Uh huh. I think that, you know, this is something that's really encoded into our DNA. I see. And I think bringing up children is something, it's like being, you know, this, this is our, we are here because people had kids, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like this whole line of people who've had kids correct. and brought up kids and it's being part of <clears throat> this human tapestry. Lah. Not ev- sure. And again, not everybody is meant to have kids, but just, I think, and also I think there's a social responsibility for people who um, are like, uh, if you, if you, honestly look at your life and you feel you're like a decent guy yeah i almost feel like you have a social responsibility to to reproduce <laughs> i and i mean this 100% seriously <laughs> i really mean this seriously that is a very fascinating argument that i've not heard before i really mean this seriously yeah. because so many stupid people are having kids that's true and this just begets more stupid people yeah 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 you know you that need, is so true man you actually i feel i don't understand people who are doing really well right. who are really well to do i don't understand having small kids you should have more kids. Right. Because you obviously have some skill set that has elevated you. Sure. You need to give that to people, as many of your offspring and let them multiply. Right. Instead, I, without sounding like <coughs> a dumbass, but you, you might... Instead, we have like alcoholics. I mean, not yeah. to downplay. I'm trying sure, to be very careful. I, I get what you're you saying. You know, having yeah. like eight kids... Abu- you know, whacking their wives, abusing their right. kids. And they all become depressed or and whatever and they're alcoholics and themselves. You cre- and they all yeah. create these cycles. We need more people <clears throat> to create... It's positive peer pressure. Right. We need more people with with positive upbringings to affect change for other people. 
Yeah, yeah. I think from a macro perspective, that sounds reason like a reasonable argument. Yeah. I guess the challenge is everyone thinks that they're reasonable. Yeah, like that's why I, when I said started off, I said you need to think about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, look at yourself. Correct. Uh, you know, are you like mm. a, you know, like a, are you a person of value that yeah. you know you can pass on that value to your kids? Right, right. I, I, but what if I'm disillusioned, right? Mm. So as I stand today, right, I think I'm a half decent guy. Mm. But what if I'm disillusioned? Mm. What if deep down I'm actually twisted, but I haven't quite reconciled that. That, that twistiness within me. <laughs> I think you would know though. I think yeah. you would know, right? If you were truly honest with yourself, probably. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also I think like people who are not honest with themselves, they will see obvious contradictions in their lives. Mm. This is something I truly also believe like that. I see. Uh, even you can lie to yourself as much as you want. Sure. But you will see it in your... Like I know people like... Simple, simple example. I know some people who they have no friends. Right. Over the years, time has gone by, they lose friend after friend after friend. Yep. And they start to blame. Everybody leaves me. Sure. Everybody hates me. Yep. And then I'm like, at what point are you going to look at this, you know, look at all these things that are yeah. signs yep. and ask yourself, what am I doing? What am? What right. is the part I'm playing here? Yep. You know? I mean, it's fairly obvious in that sort of simplified scenario that that person is the common denominator, right? Yes. <laughs> but you'll be surprised. Yeah. They will not... Correct, 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 correct. It's a, reluct- a reluctance to, to put the blame on yourself. There's a, yeah. this, like <clears throat> a, a lying to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that I've seen happen to a lot of people. Or, you know, and to be fair, <clears throat> all of us to a certain extent are a bit like, we like to deflect blame. We don't like to look at the, the darkest parts of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We hate it. So that's yeah. why we become very defensive. For sure. And that's the problem with dialogue with anybody, right? Yeah. yeah. Anytime you say someone it's is... It's a personal attack. It's a personal attack. <laughs> yeah. People automatically be de- become defensive. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. So you can't, it's very difficult to have a conversation yeah. with someone. You know? Totally, totally. Even something as surface level as what vaccine you've taken. Yeah. Wow, people identify with that hardcore, bro. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh, I, I took, I took Sinovac. You took Pfizer. Then I criticized Pfizer a bit. Whoa, personal <laughs> attack. Personal attack. You've yeah. criticized me, my whole family. Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, people. Yeah, there's the there's this really defensive streak about us, la. Even yeah. like the how. Yeah, I guess we're coming back to the how divided people can be, right? Right. And somehow connects to your being honest with yourself or so. But like, you know, like there, there's half the population that wants uh, vaccine mandates because like they'll say if you the company doesn't impose vaccine mandates <coughs> I'm leaving the company yeah then there's the other half that says like if you make me take a vaccine I'm leaving the company sure so either and way you have people leaving the company <laughs> yeah either way people are 50% of the market is going right 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 you know it's like it's crazy yeah Dichot- it's weird and like and I even see it with like uh, how people sometimes um, will villainize people right yeah and they don't recognize that that same darkness is within present yourself. within yourself. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like for people sure. always talk about colonizers, right? Mm-hmm. Like the British and sure. how evil they are. But the truth is, right, every, as far as there's been humankind, there's been conquerors. Yeah. All of us, our, all of our ancestors, at one point or another, conquered another nation. Pretty much true. <laughs> yeah. You know? You are likely their offspring. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. if you were in the position of the... You might have been a conscientious objector. Sure. You might have been forward enough. But most probably, the majority of you, you would have fallen with the majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you would have gone with the flow and you would have taken part. You would That's have been right. a colon... It's not like you go back to like the... Uh, 80, uh, you go back to the uh, 19, uh, 13, uh, 1910s and you'll sure. be like... I'm not going to fight in the war. No, you're going to fight in the you're war. Gonna you're going to go with the flow. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. you're going to go back to the 1900s or I'm uh, I'm going to be uh, anti-slavery. You know, sure. you will probably yeah, you know, correct, correct. Yeah, all are, we're all products of our time, right? Yeah. yeah. Or if turn uh, things around in Malaysia, and the British uh, wanted to give more to the Indians and Chinese, yeah, there might have been a strong chance that our ancestors would have taken it. Probably true. Yeah, probably you, true. You know, yeah. you, they would have somehow rationalized it. Yep. You know, we are coming from a different country. We need to be protected. Sure, whatever. Sure, so we sure. need quotas. Right. Implement it. Yep. We would have taken it. You know, so like everybody has that, you know, that sort of ability to do th- not nice things. Yeah, so like yeah, how yeah, do yeah. you deal with when people actually do <clears throat> it? You know? Exactly. How would you deal with yourself yeah. if that thing happened, right? Yeah, yeah. They're all very complex philosophical questions. How do you, do, do you ever struggle talking with people who have different opinions from yourself? I struggle, but I don't show it. Mm. Yeah, I think that's just a habit of mine, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess don't like revealing revealing too much about my own emotions, mm. but I struggle for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, I, I think it's it's natural, right? If someone like, especially if it's views that I hold very very strongly to, I think especially as per- person who's more like uh, rational. Yeah, when things are irrational, it would drive you crazy. Oh, it's mentally insane. Yeah, yeah, and I I guess like there are plenty of people who don't make coherent arguments, but may come from a from an absolutely valid point of view. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. maybe they have this this point of view and it's completely valid, yeah. but because they aren't able to articulate that yeah, yeah, in a structural yeah. argument, I fail to see that. Yeah. Right? And I totally dismiss them for being complete idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it could yeah. very well be the case. Uh, that I think it happens with a lot of like parents. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's it so true. A lot. That is so true. Yeah. Correct, correct. They're trying to communicate like a really deep, like, you know, for 40 years or 50 years of their life. Yeah. They have got this experience. Correct. But when they try to communicate it, it comes off as really <laughs> shallow or bigoted or whatever. That's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I actually envy people who who are in uh, your profession or in the law, in the law industry in yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. You guys are, are literally trained to make coherent arguments. Yeah, yeah. Right? So even talking to you conversationally, I can like if I listen closely, mm. there are very few wasted words. Generally, it's it's coherent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I think that's a it's very true for a lot of other of my lawyer friends too. Yeah, uh, yeah. but not true in many other industries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think we take it I think when we go into law feel these are things we sort of take for granted correct right? correct correct we don't and it's such an it. asset in your yeah. day-to-day life yeah right when you have conversations with people casually yeah you listen you're, you're generally good listeners yeah because you have to listen to the other person's point sure. of view and we also have to know how to we have to see multiple perspectives yeah 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 yeah. You That's know, true. not only in like because not only in the sense that we have to sometimes play the attacker sometimes play the defender sure but in playing the defender we have to um uh, we have to uh predict what the attacker is going to exactly. do and vice versa. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 correct. So that, that the empathy also comes into play, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the funny thing that you literally have to put yourself in your opponent's mind. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I really, I respect you guys, man. Uh, honestly. Mm. I almost wish I took law. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Almost. Almost. What did you study? <laughs> uh, I, st- I actually majored in PR when I was in Taylor's, but then when I moved to the US, mm. sort of had this whole existential crisis moment. Mm. Uh, so I changed majors and I majored in basically business. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Something super vague that you never practice in real life. Well, to be fair, law is also vague. Yeah. Th- that's true. That's true. And if you go to one of the like law schools here in Malaysia, most of them are very... Um, like vocational school style. Yeah, yeah. So you don't really get that experience. Like you go to the UK or it's different. It's like For sure. you see it in the tutorials and they make you just like, they just give you like reading lists Yeah. and you have to read it and you have to come back and discuss. You So you're yeah. forced to think. 
Whereas in Malaysia, like I've said so many times, Brick it's hills. like BAC, man, breastfeed you one shot, bro. It's <laughs> like, BAC, BAC, yeah, yeah it, it's just like, um, you know, just everything is given to you. <laughs> Breastfeeding. I yeah, man. Really, bro. Not spoon feed, bro. Breastfeed, breastfeed bro. Straight from the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Breastfeeding, breastfeeding all time college BAC. <laughs> Is that what you guys called it? No man, I just I just made it up. I'm really proud of it myself. It sounded legit. It sounded legit. Yeah, it's not a revolution. Yeah, man. But I like BAC. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I owe them my education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Rajesh Singham, all the the guys who started BAC, they are brilliant people and right, very right. smart and very amazing success stories. Sure. They dude, they basically opened up a tuition center. Yeah. That's what they did. Effectively, right? Dude, when I first joined BAC. The there was just like mm. one big classroom that could fit two hundred people. Right. The library could fit ten people. Whoa. That's how small the library was. Because it didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. They had like maybe 10, 15 like small classrooms, maybe sure. ten. That's about it. Interesting. And then from when I started my A levels to when I graduated from CLP, in that period, they bought another building down wow. the road from the original. Yeah. They uh, bought the PJ campus. Right. They went. Uh, they bought apartments to house their kids. They went public listed. They IPO'd. Yes, and they uh, bought bought uh, what Icom. Wow, Icom is also with BAC now. I see same building. It's crazy, and it was yeah. just like this small tuition center. Sure, five six people. Yeah, it's, it's a maddeningly profitable business, though. Yeah, for sure. Right, if for every sure. child or kid. Is paying I don't know tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think like their A levels is about like fifteen thousand. Sure. And then they have about like easily 600, 600 kids. Yeah, and easily. that's only A levels. Yeah, only A-levels, right. Exactly. Right? It's more for degree. And it's yeah. an incredibly profitable business. Yeah. And then you pay your like, your lecturers whatever lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> pay them peanuts, yeah. freaking nothing. Exactly. It's yeah. Crazy man. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so like, if you want to do law, like I don't, I would not recommend like in in the sense that if you want to do law to learn mm. those like other skills, sure, I would not like go to BAC. Right, I'll you go, go there for the degree, like, I mean, you go there for the, the paper. Yeah, like if you're like a single mother, mm. don't have the time, you want to uplift yourself, you go to BAC. BAC is damn helpful, <laughs> <laughs> damn helpful. Clearly, you know, you can just do like night classes and you will get through. Right, 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 right. You know, so but if you like want to fall in love with the law, yeah, nah, probably not the place. Nah, yeah. Man. I think it's also more of a, a Malaysian education system mm-hmm. versus what's in developed nations. Yeah. So, so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The quality of thought is just different. vastly different. Which is like uh, what I aspire to do. Like when I want to send my kids abroad. Mm. Right? It teaches you so much, not just from, a, from an academic perspective, but also from a personal development perspective. Yeah. I mean, we get like good lawyers that have come <coughs> from BSE. Myself included, for sure. Naturally, yeah. <laughs> they've they been great. I mean, there have been senior lawyers who have come out from BC and they're good. Right. But the point is, I think, it. the point is like, how do we get like people, young people who go to college, how do yep. we broaden their minds? Yep, yep, yep. And it's like, a, you're helping, you're supposed to make people more mature in their outlook. Mm. That's right. If you're just going to like a college and just learning how to memorize things. Yeah. You, it doesn't mean that you have a bad career. You will have a good career. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But like as an individual. Correct. It's an individual development perspective. Yeah. yeah. You're losing So up. subpar. Because like what's the point of college? We don't, exactly. you know, like for law, yeah, you still <coughs> need it. But 
Like, if you want to do business, like, yeah. why do you need to go to business school? You exactly. can just start up your own business. Yeah, actually, do. experience is more valuable. Oh, st- infinitely <laughs> more valuable. Yeah. But I, I actually feel it's more of a... Uh, this culture of laziness that we have mm. in Malaysia, mm. and it's almost intentional. It's mm. properly thought through because mm. they want to keep you somewhat ignorant yeah. to keep you, uh, you know, part of this cog in this very complex machine yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that lines the pockets of the fuel or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look at your developed countries, like when I was in, in the US, mm. it was insanely competitive. Mm. And that's why it's just held to a much higher standard. Insanely comp- competitive in what sense? From, from, from the get-go, like in, in, my, in my uni days, mm. people were intense and very intentional about why they're studying right. and to what degree. Like, like everyone was like tip-top, like top-notch performers. Yeah. And, even in the, and that translates to the working world. Yeah. When you interview for companies, like the how difficult it is to get a job in the US is vastly significantly more difficult there than it is in Malaysia. I think we have <clears> in Malaysia a focus on roles and titles. Yeah. Whereas I think in foreign countries it really is like output and what you can produce. I think to some degree, yes. Yeah. Like even Christian was telling me, like similar to what you were saying, that in where he is now in Oxford. Like, just the people that are around him who are pushing him to be yeah. the best. Correct. Like, what papers are we going <clears> to publish? What are we going to write? How are we going to push the field forward? Exactly. Yeah. It's so forward thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's peer pressure. Yeah. To yeah, be yeah. completely honest, <clears throat> it is peer pressure. The guy next to you is just too hardcore. Yeah. Right? You'll look subpar if you give a half, if you, if you give half as effort. Yeah. And so everyone is collectively elevating each other. And it's so funny because you kind of have this perspective or perception that oh they're from a developed country they've had things easy <coughs> so everything is kind of spoon fed to them so they don't have to really work that hard right. hardly the case though but that's not the case yeah that's not no, the case that's they're not the case. Like crazy yeah fair enough I mean that there's some merit to the initial argument where if I worked as a part time Starbucks barista more than enough income to sustain my lifestyle mm-hmm. or sustain a lifestyle mm. right rent an apartment pay my, pay my bills eat food generally okay mm-hmm. over here double bro Right, mm, mm, mm. there's financially, physically, no way. Right, mathematically, yeah. there's no way. Mm. So there's some merit to that, lah. Right, they are quote unquote spoon fed to some extent. Mm, mm, mm. But in a typical white collar setting, wow, those guys are intense, man. Mm, Competition mm. is insane. Mm, mm, mm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I suspect it's probably similar in other developed nations too, not just the US. I yeah, suspect. I have a feeling yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, I <clears throat> again, la, I don't think it's just enough for them to sort of leverage off. Maybe they had a head start, but they still need to run the race. Yeah, There's still people that exactly. need to push forward. You Precisely. Know, Precisely. You, 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 you can't just like... The head start is not enough <laughs> Correct. to maintain where they are. Yep. You still need people to be at the top of their fields. That's right. You know, whether you're in the UK or America or yeah, Switzerland yeah. or whatever, you still need people who are really highly educated, highly motivated. For sure. You need people who are <clears throat> really uh, have attention to detail and all these things, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't just have... <clears throat> like just some random person do it. No, like exactly. legacy people, like if in any if your work is of no substance, what's the you can't <laughs> be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's right, that's right. Unless that's right. like you said, like you're <clears throat> just like a manager position and you're just leveraging off your relationships. That's different. La. Yeah. And I guess that in itself is a skill la, to be oh, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. And some people are cut out for it, some not. Uh it it just is what it is. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on on sort of the financial situation our generation is in? In what sense? <clears throat> How screwed are we? Or uh, based on your observation and your experience. Because uh, you've been in the working field for, mm. I don't know, better part of 
six, seven years, I'm guessing. Uh, no, not that long. Five, five, five years, years. Five years, yeah. yeah. Um, I, do, I don't know. The way I see it is... Okay, there, there are definitely a lot of... Because consider that we are all still... Not entry level, but we're still junior. Sure. We're still babies in the market, technically yeah. speaking. So, of course, there are a lot of complaints in terms of salaries not you know, matching and right. all of that that stuff. And to a certain extent, there might be truth to it. Like, there are definitely industries that need to freaking get their act <laughs> together. La. Like, law is a big one. Oh, it is. Because okay. there's so many young lawyers now that are being underpaid. Yeah. And the, a lot of the senior lawyers think it like, this is more like an apprenticeship. apprenticeship. You know, you're learning the skills. And, but, like, it doesn't make sense when someone in human resources who's in their third, fourth year are getting paid yeah. 6K. Oh, wow. And a junior lawyer is getting paid like four or five. Yeah. And they, but the junior lawyer is going through all this. I'm not saying the HR person has no stress. <laughs> of course, they have stress. But it's sure. a different kind of stress. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when you're a lawyer, you're getting whacked by your client. Mm. You're getting whacked by your boss. You're getting whacked by your judge. Yeah. You know, you're getting oh, whacked shit. by everyone. That's a tough job. Yeah. You know, and it's a very like high, st- the nature of the work is high stress. Yeah. Because in litigation especially, it's a fight. You're fighting someone. Yeah. There's a winner, there is a, a loser. loser. It's literally an argument. Yeah, you can either <laughs> lose or you can win. There yep. is no compromise, I mean, settlement or whatever, but even then it's a winning-losing yeah, yeah, situation. Correct. So it's not like a HR position yeah. where it's stressful, but it's like the stress is managing people and f- f- getting your <clears throat> stuff done. But it's not like, I wonder if I'm going to win. What argument is he going to, you know, right. what is the judge going to, am I prepared? You know, yeah. it's different. So, but so, and when you see people in different industries like bank uh, bankers working nine to five and they're getting paid so much more, <laughs> it becomes really, really discouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, law is not the only industry. There are other industries, same. Like especially these legacy industries, right? Correct. You're sort of sunset ones. Yeah. Yeah. That they have, they need they need to develop. That being said, though, I do think that with time, like because I do a lot of employment law. Yep. I see people's salaries. Okay. You know, oh, interesting. Yeah, I see a lot of people selling. Oh, that's so interesting. I would love to know. <laughs> so yeah. people get paid well. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. That's y- good to hear. Once you get into like management level, you get you can earn decently well. I see. Like even the way I look at salary has changed so much during right. employment law, and realizing how like you could be like a random like sales manager, <laughs> and you can get a good salary. Right. And uh, so I I see that, and also with our generation, I do think, um, for most people they have some sort of in, uh, inheritance. In the sense that, like, um, like I think, like, last time you needed, to, our parents needed to buy a house. Right. Because they probably, like, high chance they didn't have a property to... Sure, to, to reside in, in literally. Oh, yeah. To inherit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, for most of my friends that I know, they all have, like, a backup. They have a backup home right. if things go south. So, actually, I they don't need to buy a property. They can yeah. technically rent. Sure, sure, sure. So, there's more of that. Okay, okay. Uh, it might just be the friends that I'm hanging out with, but most right. of the people that I know, they have that. Of course, I know a lot of people who don't have that as well, but sure. I feel like I see that the my parents' generation, and I'm not saying that these are is my parents, yeah. I'm not saying it applies to my parents, sure. but I see a lot of those, that generation, a lot of them were really forward thinking and putting savings for their kids and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. You know? I think, in, I think in, the, uh, in fairness, there is some some degree of us living in sort of a fortunate bubble, yeah. privileged bubble, so to speak. Uh, so my, I, see, I see the same thing as my friends, lah, right? Mm. Basically, have spare homes, lah, right? Which is yeah. super fortunate to even say that. Yes. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think 
props to the our our parents' generation. No, no, the moment you start talking about like uh, I want to do what I really love, and yeah. that's privilege. And that it's is, a bla- yeah. it's a blessing because that's true. That's true. You have the space to yeah. do that. If you like have a family and you have a kid, you can't say that. Yeah, there's no because way. you have mouths to feed and it's correct, correct, know, correct, different. correct. Precisely, precisely. So I see a lot of that. I see a lot of people. The very fact that I see a lot of people asking themselves like, what industry I want to be in, what job I want to be in. Yeah. To me, that means that you have some financial freedom. That's true. A little bit. Yeah. To move around. So I'm not that uh, pessimistic about the financial condition of people. Are you? Do you have any? Uh, my perspective is obviously in from coming from an industry that's growing and very young. Mm. Right, so mm. uh, the polar opposite of where the law industry is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get paid. Um, I, I I'll start with entry level. They get paid fairly well mm. by market standards, lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still not livable, so mm. I still think it's it needs there's room for improvement. <laughs> sure. Uh, but by 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 nationwide standards, just above average, mm. punching above their weight. Um, and I think I've seen people in their early thirties earning a, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I guess it's good. Uh, but I, I think it's sort of a make hey, well the sun shines kind of thing. You know. Yeah, you never know what <laughs> might happen. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right, right, right. yeah. So I, I guess, I guess like, if you look at the at the e-commerce space today, it's uh, questionable what twenty twenty two has in has in store for us because twenty twenty one is like COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. everyone is shopping online, and then wow, everyone's bonuses were like rich, <laughs> rich as shit, Damn. right? Yeah, and then y'all, yeah, y'all would have been working like dogs as well. Oh yeah, no, for sure, right? Yeah. But uh, you, you get you get paid well for it, and it's a macro effect, right? It's not like I'm a, I, you were particularly doing a good job. It's a macroeconomic thing, mm. right? Uh, but in twenty twenty two, the outlook looks pretty bleak mm. because growth is is down, and most large e commerce players are still unprofitable businesses. Mm-mm-mm. So uh, you, you exclude the likes of Amazon, for example. I think they're the only one that sticks out to me that's actively profitable. Mm. But even the likes of Shopee and Lazada, losing money. Mm-mm-mm. Still a money-losing business and therefore you are uh, contingent on showing investors that you can grow. Yeah, but it wasn't that like the Amazon business model as well for the like l- longest... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took them be- like nine years to be profitable. Yeah, Bezos was like, you know, the company was like broke. Well, he said he was reinvesting the... <laughs> The monies or whatever, sure. la. Yeah, PR way of saying I'm broke, la, Right? Bezos, Bezos <laughs> is such a douchebag. I mean, he's he's yeah. You know, he must be investing in PR a PR team, but they are doing a bad job, man. <laughs> terrible job. Terrible job. Terrible job. Terrible job. Yeah. Elon Musk is so much more like likable than uh, he is. I c- I think it's because he's genuine. He comes off as genuine. Yeah, he's like right? a, he's like an awkward kid. Oh yeah, no, so true. Even yeah. the way he speaks on on stage, yeah. it's so raw he, and unrefined yeah. that it's becomes a good thing. <laughs> he does. Have you seen him dance? Like, you know, before he starts, uh, sometimes he comes in when he's walking in to do sure. his presentation. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen it. And there'll be music. And, and it's does incredibly his, awkward. Oh, this old man, like really yeah. awkward dance. But like, but... It makes him human. Yeah, very much so. Right? Very much yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Not like Bezos. Bezos is kind of like this. He portrays himself as this otherworldly figure mm. that I'm definitely more superior than yeah, you are. Yeah, no one can relate to him. Yeah. He, yeah. Right? It's the same with Mark Zuckerberg. No one can relate to him as well. Yeah, no, he literally looks like an alien. He looks like an alien. He speaks yeah. like an alien. He, he doesn't speak like a normal person. Correct. Really, Mark Zuckerberg, I've never heard him talk like a genuine... I've oh. never heard him say a genuine... <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, a, like an actual human like being. Like a human being. Correct. Like Musk has said, like, you know, like how he struggled with... Like, he he's very, like, logical, right? Sure. Rational. He's like, I used to laugh at people who had breakdowns. Yeah. But then when he almost went broke, <laughs> yeah. you know, he... Because Musk put in all his Oh, money, all in. He was all in. Everything. And he put in his own money 
if the things didn't work out, he would have gone broke. Yep, literally bankrupt. So he was really going, he couldn't sleep. Yep. So he's saying, that's like, I understand what you're saying. That's a human experience. Yep. I've never heard Zuckerberg talk about that. <laughs> I've never heard Zuckerberg talk about his kid. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard Zuckerberg talk about his wife and his sure. love or, you know. None of that. None of it, none man. Of that. I'm convinced he's an alien. Dude. I'm convinced. He just talks about that me- metaverse. Metaverse, yeah. Dude. Which, which, uh, to be fair, is fairly interesting, but interesting. Uh, yeah, doesn't take away from the point that he's not human. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, super strange. I feel like uh, when when Facebook was being sued or or being challenged by the US government Got for data. data privacy issues, mm. right? And the whole Cambridge Analytica scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt sort of some human frustration coming from him when he was speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when your US senators were questioning really, really basic elementary questions because naturally they're in their 60s or 70s. They don't yeah, know what yeah. the hell they are saying. Yeah, and then he was just saying like, you know, you're basically a moron. So that was, yeah, that was a glimpse into yeah, him being yeah, a human yeah, being. Yeah, true, true. Other true. than that, no, he's straight up alien. Straight up alien. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mas, uh, not Mas, uh, Bezos, I've never, I don't think I've heard him really give a talk, so I don't know. Neither have I. Mm. Uh, but he, from what I hear from an employee's perspective, working at Amazon is like downright shit. savage. I heard it's shit. Yeah, it's like they're brutal. They 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 they, they <coughs> actively uh, stop like union uni- unionization. Yep, 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 yep. And That's it, right. you know, it's like just a like crazy. Yeah, he's like has like <clears throat> an evil. Oh yeah, no evil corporate yeah. persona. Yeah, vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like it. With he looks like it. Ball and, and he's buff now. Which doesn't help his case. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. But he man. is ripped. La. Like, Jesus, the guy really worked out. Yeah, yeah, he probably saw Musk, like, had built up a little bit. So Because they all were scrawny. All yeah, of them yeah, were correct, scrawny. Correct, correct, correct. And then now it's just like, who is the bigger dick, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's effectively Look it. at the rocket ships, bro. <laughs> yeah, wait, Literally, it's yeah. Literally a dick, yeah. uh, dick measuring <clears throat> contest between the two of them. And in Amazon, I think the, the, the press shines a lot of light on, the, on your ground staff. Uh, uh, People in the warehouses, yeah, packing yeah. boxes and whatnot. Even on a white collar perspective, mm. Amazon's a shit place to work. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you think in your lifetime you will be able to travel to space? Like, I'm not saying like travel to Mars, <sighs> but like at least circle the orbit. I think so. Oh, that's so cool! Though. I think so. That's I'm, crazy. I'm convinced. Yeah, both of us in our I lifetimes. Think, I think so too. Yeah. I think at least like 70 years old. I think we can do it. Yeah. So I right. So I've actually had this conversation before as well. Right. 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 I don't think. My, my theory is we're not even going to wait until we're 70. Wow. Yeah. It will move a lot faster than people think. I, yeah, I would agree. It's going to be, it's going to be like how... F- uh, I don't know whether you remember when we were young, flight tickets used to be super expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, like crazy Obscenely. expensive. Yeah. yeah I think it's going to be something like that. Like right. you won't... You can't <laughs> casually do it, but if you save up, you, you can. Could. Yeah, you yeah. can do it. The ordinary person conceivably could, could yeah. do it. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, that's though. wild. Wild. Yeah. And then, so there's the whole like space travel element, right? Yeah. And then there's the metaverse is something I'm super interested in as well. Yeah. I know oh, there's, so cool. there's, there's levels and depths to it, but mm. I haven't really gone into it. N- neither have I, to be, to be honest. It's, I think one of the big draws is like the sort of like um, carving out your own space, right? Your own, mm. like a space that's completely free for yourself. It's like almost buying land in a way, something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that could be what that's one element of it, right? So you could have sort of a. It's like a digital world. Yeah. And you can buy land off of that world. Yeah. And that, so what's uncertain is whether this world mm. is owned centrally or decentrally. Right, right, right. Right. So if it's decentralized, which is what I'm hoping for, yeah. Then it's it goes into your your crypto conversation, now, okay? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a whole 
can of worms in itself. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if it's centralized, then it's very questionable. Because yeah. imagine Meta yeah. owns this new world. Yeah. And then you have to buy land off of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, they yeah. become this godlike entity, which they already are actually. Yeah, because <laughs> they create the laws and the rules. Yeah, 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 correct. But like that's the thing, when you create it's sort of like it's not easy because when you create these systems and people like what was it? I think Metaverse was up for like a month or two and there was already like a sexual abuse case or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like crazy. Oh, this shit's going to be wild. <laughs> it's going to be like Black Mirror So you, max. you need like an institution to like enforce the laws. Correct, correct, like correct. There needs to be regulation. Regulation and yeah, who's yeah. going to appoint. It's, a, it's like, it's a human experiment, right? Yeah. But then the challenge is, is going to be exactly like social media is today, right? Mm. Like, it took us X number of years mm. to get to where we are today and even today, we don't have proper enforcement. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it like it's so fluid. You know, there's arguments left and right, mm. and then decades go by where it's unregulated, basically. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. decades go by where you have rape case, rape cases in the metaverse, <laughs> <laughs> which is so fucking wild to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <my> <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Right, Arabians could rape me like from from the other side of the world. What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he touched my avatar without yeah, my consent. <laughs> That's insane, bro. I yeah. don't even know what's going on. Oh, but, but if you think about how that impacts sort of travel, mm. right? You don't even need to take a flight to Tokyo anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe putting on your goggles. Mm. Or maybe it's not even goggles, right? Maybe it's like a full-on suit mm. where you get to experience the wind and the smell and the taste. That's crazy. Oh, man. man what the hell is going on? If Do you think... Okay, if... Black Mirror scenario. Sure. And you could live forever. Right. Maybe... Uh, you can transfer your memories to yeah. like a synthetic body or whatever, right? Okay. Would you do it? I don't think I would. I don't think I would either. Yeah. I think I would just let myself die naturally. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. But this could be like us being the new boomers, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Our kids grow up and like, oh, you dumb. <laughs> yeah, you you have the choice to be immortal. You don't want to be immortal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't understand, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in a different yeah. time where people died. <laughs> So my parents die. So my grandparents uh, die. Yeah, and I gotta die too. <laughs> yeah, it could be. We'll be in like the textbooks of the last people who died. Yeah, oh <laughs> shit. Right. They will judge us as much as we judge people who can't type. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, right? That same, that same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But I was watching this like, uh, this, this series of TikTok videos and it's about uh, people who work in hospice care centers. Right. right. So they are very close to people who Sure. Uh, who, who die very regularly, right? Yeah. And so in, in this chain of TikTok videos that I was exploring, it's about this specific hospice care worker mm-hmm. who explains to, in, in her TikTok videos, mm-hmm. about her observations of what it's like to die. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, incredibly interesting stuff. Wow. And apparently it's like, uh, some people feel like complete bliss. Yeah. And, right, she gives a lot of like positive narratives about death. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. honestly, that lady's TikTok videos changed my view about death. Right, right, right. Yeah. I had this weird thought in my mind because I remember I was reading about how like when you die, that your brain fires, like the way your brain neurons fire, right. it's like almost you <coughs> going on a trip, like as in like oh, going like on like a, a drug trip, right? right like right, an right. LSD trip or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking to myself, and you know those DMT experiences, how yeah, 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 a yeah. lot of people have a spiritual experience yep. connecting to the oneness of the universe, blah, blah, blah. I think to myself, like, how many people died feeling that and dying as a religious person? Yeah, dude. How many people died and felt that that must... Because at that time, we didn't know anything about this, right? Yep. How many people died and felt... They would have... This must be God. Yep. And what if it is? What if it's not? not? We don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, how many people actually who could have been, like, atheists their entire life but died 
for living in god right or died believing mm. in religion or whatever and why you know why did our like it's like a final gift that evolution has given right, us right 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 to die in that kind of like a bit of a because evolutionary right like it doesn't matter i guess how you die not really yeah like yeah. it doesn't matter if you die happy or not as long as you die <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes yes I, sounds dark but yes you yes, know yes. i i i'm not a evolutionary biologist i might be wrong about this i don't i don't see the evolutionary benefit of right. dying nicely uh, as in dying in, in with your mind in at peace i sure. i don't i don't see it but if it is though it's like a weird kind of evolutionary mm. gift to you yeah, that yeah, you yeah. die in peace right and even there was this philosopher i can't remember i think something montaigne i think mm. he was a french philosopher but he was a very famous philosopher because he dealt with death because oh, okay growing up he was so afraid of death i see and then one day i think he was either riding a horse or he was walking sure. horse like he either dropped off a horse or a horse okay. hit him or whatever and he had a near death experience okay but that experience changed his life completely because after he was not afraid of that because he realized when he was about to die right he did not feel anything oh. he didn't sense anything interesting it was like he said like if that's <clears throat> that then there's nothing to fear about it because he was sort of afraid of like going to die and feeling pain yeah, and you know yeah, like yeah 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 discomfort or yeah. whatever it may be right and i think about this a lot yeah I think about death all the time. Like all I, the time. I, I, it's a weird thing. Like I feel like my mind stops me from really like this. Is the limit of empathy. Sure. Like trying to empathize being on the bed and you're old, yeah. you can't breathe, and you're using and you're thinking if, if this is your time and correct, you know, correct, correct. I, yeah. I, it's very hard for me to go beyond that. I, yeah. I, I like walk it and then I feel the dread. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> no, I totally empathize. I totally empathize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's the unknown that's blocking us, mm, right? You yeah. don't you don't know what's next when you're short of breath and yeah. you know you're at the edge. Yeah. What happens after that? Who can say? People are around <clears throat> you. You're going in and out of reality. You're afraid. Yeah, yeah. You must be scared. Do you think you carry your beliefs with you when you die mm. or after you die? So, because you brought up the point where at death's door, yeah. I look at my pseudo LSD trip. Yeah. And I question, oh, are you God? Yeah, yeah. But that question of, oh, are you God, implies that I've carried over my pre-existing beliefs of yeah. religion. Yeah. Whether I'm a Christian, Buddhist, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I question, are you the God that I believed in? I think at that point, you can't have such complex thoughts. Right. Or, or it would be like, like information <clears throat> passing so fast that you yeah. wouldn't be able to even think or comprehend. I see. And it's not like a superficial thing. It's actually a deep, like so many things. You're just... Like it's like experiencing like uh, uh, surround sound, like you know, it's just like you're experiencing <laughs> sure, it sure, sure, yeah. full on. Yeah, and I don't think you can really comprehend. So it's I probably see. just a feeling, I suppose. I don't think I'll be asking myself, "Oh, this is the metaphysical metaphysical trinity." You know, I won't be <laughs> like asking myself those kind of things. Right, right, know? right. Just like a feeling, like, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. I uh, my my theory is you. Uh, no, I wouldn't even call it my theory. What could potentially happen is when you die, yeah. you are stripped off of anything that you were attached to during your life. Like your ego and, and, ego, and your, your material attachments. And exactly. And yeah. even your beliefs, your, your yeah. pre-existing notions of what's, what's true and what's false. You're just this thing mm. of many things. I mean, in a way, if we were from nothing, we became like something, a baby. Yeah. We grew up. And then we degenerate, right? Yeah. So we go back to like a fetal position. Probably. So the natural progression from we nothing to baby, yep. baby 
to, to nothing. nothing. Yeah. In a way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It should be a cycle, I think. In a way, I don't know. I will, I'm Who Catholic. Knows? I believe in heaven. I mean, sure. I, uh, kai, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, ting, 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 ting. But <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, Jesus is there. Jesus uh, is there. He's, he's <laughs> everywhere. Guys, handsome, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, anyway, bro. Yeah. Um, we hit one hour, 50 minutes. I, do, do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Uh, do you have? Yeah. I, no. No. I think we can uh, always do a round two. Oh, for sure, bro. Oh, anytime. Man. Anytime. I had a good conversation, man. Yeah, man. It was a, fun a lot of existential shit. I swear, only guys have these conversations. I've never. I've never had. Yeah. yeah I've never seen. Uh, I've. I've one never interacted with a with a female and had this depth of conversation. And yeah. two, I've never seen from a third party perspective two females interacting this in this way. Have you? Yeah, I've never. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a male thing, you know. This whole existential shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like we are t- way too into our heads. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's weird like, when we talk about dynamics of like the genders and all that. There is a, there is a difference. Yeah. Right? Like it was weird now. I was watching, uh, I was reading a post. So I think someone posted something along the lines like uh, of uh, or the benefits when women are in leadership roles, uh-huh. you know, because they're women, these are the benefits, you right, know. Right, right, right. And it's like an empowering, sort of empowering message for women to take up leadership. I'm like, if we reverse the ro- the thing though mm. and say, because they are men, they are, can be, <laughs> then it becomes sexist. Correct, correct, correct. So it's like Precisely. a weird, you know. Yeah. I sometimes see these contradictions and I get like, ah. Uh, mm. uh, I'm not going to question it because it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. But anyway. Uh, uh, thanks for coming on, bro. Hey, no, it's, good. it's my my own my, my do, pleasure. Do you think like I mean not immediately, but maybe like I'll call one of the other Yamcha guys, maybe two, three, four, maybe sure. six months down the road. Do you sure. think I should go with John first, or do you think I should go with Poige first? I think John probably better. Yeah. Mm. When is Poige getting married? Ooh, that's a good question. I know he's he's already engaged and has been engaged for a while. Yeah. Okay. Do one last question before oh, my parents are going off. Okay. One last question. One last question before we end. Sure. You've been having the most in, like intense guests on the podcast. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sadiq. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Henayo. Yeah. Dude, uh, how has that experience been? It has been. <sighs> do you I, did you like do you like the progression you guys are going in? I do. Right. I think the short answer is I do. Mm. Uh, and I th- I think it's enlightening, but not in the way that you would suspect. Okay. Uh, it's enlightening to know that people who are actively shaping the country yeah. are just people too. Right. right and it's right. very easy when you haven't met them in person yeah. to think otherwise, very strangely. Your brother is going to be so humbled when he finally meets Ginny Boy. <laughs> I, I don't think he's going to change his mind. Dude, <laughs> I think your brother is going to be like, actually, Jimmy Boy is a nice yeah. guy. Like. He's a, he's a, he's a, <laughs> because sometimes these people represent yeah, something, yeah, yeah. right? That's right. They, they represent the, like the, the Lala culture. Or correct, they represent correct, correct. things and we pin them and we attack them. But then when we meet them, you remember you remember once again that he's just another human he's being. He's just another human being carved that's in right, each right. himself. And only him, like all these people, like even I've said, like certain negative comments about Said Sadiq, not a lot, but sure. you know, in a sense like Muda and yeah, 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 I don't know yeah, whether okay. it's like a legit party. I don't see what it stands for, things right. like that. But recognizing also that, yeah, he's a human being yeah, and he does some good work. Yeah. Some work he doesn't do that. Some work he does, I don't exactly. agree with. Exactly. perfectly fine. Yep. But Hena Yo, I love though. And we must protect Hena Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to protect Hena <laughs> 
everyone has a duty to protect her. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, when I met her in person, she she gave off the same vibe that when I was a kid. Yeah. And you look up to this teacher. Right. And she just had that vibe. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Uh, But yeah, I, I don't think you've seen the... No, no, no. I haven't seen the Henayo one. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't even think it's out yet. Yeah, uh, it's not out. But it out. should be coming out soon. I think a couple, couple yeah. of days. Side Sadiq one is out. Right. I think that last I checked, <coughs> there was like 20,000 views or something like that. Uh, Yeah, I think 30. Yeah. Is, is that surreal? Is that crazy? It's quite crazy. It's quite crazy. Dude, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Free- I'm so happy for you guys. That's hey, thanks, amazing. man. Thanks, thanks. Dude, that is freaking amazing. And someone like... Yeah. Knowing where you guys started out from and being like an indie, I consider you guys like an indie podcast. Oh, mad indie, bro. Yeah, and yeah. for y'all to reach this level, and I'm sure y'all are just going to go up from here, man. I like to think so. I don't know who's. Obama? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was asking John, uh, right, who, who would you, what's your dream guest yeah. conceivably? Right, especially when you take geography into constraint, yeah. right? You're not gonna ask like you know Obama to come over lah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, reasonably speaking, or Oprah Winfrey, right? Yeah. So his answer was like, I don't know, Najib, or like <laughs> Jolo or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's Dude, a, that's a new bar though. That's if you bar. all get Jolo, is the scoop of the century, oh bro? Oh my god, freaking scoop of the century! I will literally tender my resignation. <laughs> And all of my focus, right, will go into go into one, this one interview. We'll be asking the most difficult questions. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Actually, I have some fun facts for you about Jolo, but I think I can't say it on the podcast. I'll say it later. I see, I see. Anyway, okay. bro, thank you so much for coming on. No, again, it's my pleasure. Uh, okay, normally we end with either a final thought or a recommendation. Last time you came on a podcast, we did final thoughts. Mm. So now we do recommendations. And before we do recommendations, so recommendations can be uh, a book, movie, series, Oh, anything okay, okay. you know, want to recommend in terms sure. of to consume yeah. for the audience and also before you you recommend anything ah. uh, plug so plug your stuff oh okay yeah. uh, so for plugs um, I think you, I mean you should definitely go and watch all of Yamcha Sessions content yeah. I think that's one thing uh, I also have my own small business oh uh, nice yeah so it's called Fetch uh, we're basically a subscription platform for pet food. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we and we work with only like local uh, vendors. Right. So small mom and pop pet supply vendors. We work with them, and we get this all of their stuff uh, re-delivered to you on whatever cadence it is that you're looking for. Oh wow! Brilliant. Yeah. So nice. that's uh, that's that's fetch. Um, so like they can follow on like Instagram and yeah 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 just check us out it's Fetch Malaysia oh, okay. uh, either on Facebook Instagram or, or our website okay uh, it's all there chant it um and yeah I think that's that's pretty much it for plugs okay for I'll start with the recommendations uh-huh. I recommend what can I recommend what can I recommend what can I recommend I'm not even watching uh I'm watching uh oh, shoot man what's a good so uh I'm watching a Okay, there's a book. Okay, okay, okay. There's a book. Uh, I don't think... I don't know whether I've recommended this in the past, but never mind. I started reading this series of books. Um, uh-huh. I don't really know Wheel of Time. I don't. So I it's don't. a series that just came out on Amazon Prime, I think. I see. But I'm reading the, the books first. Okay. And um, it's a huge world. Sure. It's like 13 books. Fiction? Fiction. Fan- it's like real, like, it's like a Lord of the Rings kind of fantasy. Okay, up. okay, got like it. 13 books. Each book is like 200 to 300 pages. Sure. It's an entire universe, oh, you know. God. Okay. It took him like, I think, <clears throat> 10, 15 years to complete the series. Right. He died before he finished it. Oh, man. The author. And, um, but it's really, uh, if you want like to lose yourself in a world, 
Yeah. You know, this is not a book where there's like um, uh, a lot of like uh, moral teachings. Okay. You know, there's certain fantasy novels that are deep, you know, sure. lessons you can pick up. Right. But this is a series where you can lose yourself in the world. I see. And there's a lot of like, like small, th- you, you know, if you like what clothes are they wearing yeah. and like, you know, what what food that I- there's this culture in this tribe. Sure, sure, eat, sure. You get a lot of that kind of stuff in this series. Okay. It's just so detailed. Yeah. And it can be a bit difficult to read at times, but it's, I, I, I enjoy it. I just enjoy like losing myself because I haven't yeah, read yeah, yeah, fantasy yeah. in a long time. So just to lose yourself in a world right. is really nice. Oh, that just rings so many memories. Yeah. I can't recall the last time I read a fantasy Because it, book. it's a commitment. <laughs> it is a commitment. It's a commitment. Yeah. But the, the experience of losing yourself mm. in the story is unlike any, any other experiences that I've, yeah. I've had. Yeah. Watching a movie is not the same thing. It's not. Because when you read it, you're in your own mind yeah. and you're imagining it. Yeah, it's the whole thing. You're interacting with the author. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, getting yeah. to know the... Mo- you really understand... Like, it's hard to understand the motivations of a character through a, through the screen. Yeah. With a book, though, you understand their motivations. Right. Because you know literally what they're thinking before they do something. <laughs> that's right, that's so right, that's right, that's crazy, right. Yeah. Wow, that just opens up a whole lot of memories. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my, my recommendation, if we're on the topic of books... Mm. Uh, I'm not much of a reader. I, I would like to be. Mm. Uh, but I'm currently reading this book. Uh, it's called What's in a Name. Mm. Uh, it's uh, non-fiction, mm. but it's written by Najib's brother. Oh, wow. Nazir yeah. Raza. Nazir Raza. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He released a book. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A great book. I haven't finished the whole thing. So I heard he threw Najib under the bus a little bit. Uh, I I haven't gotten to the... So the, the book is divided into three parts, mm. essentially. Uh, first is his childhood. Mm. Uh, second is his career in CIMB. Mm-mm. And the third is more uh, present day, uh, 1MDB, mm. um, and the f- future outlook of Malaysia. Right. So I have not reached the third segment, but I assume if he is criticizing 1MDB, it will involve throwing Najib under the bus. Uh, but it's a phenomenal book, uh, mm. and it gives you a lot of insight into what it's like, because I've only read the first part, but it gives you a lot of insight into what it's like living as the child of... A prime minister. A prime minister. Yeah, yeah. yeah very, very different lives from us in your B40, M40 category. Yeah, the right? elites, right, basically. Yeah, yeah, correct. And it's not even the T20 segment, right? Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is the creme de la creme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So... Uh, yeah, terrific insight and mm. I'm sort of in that second segment where he talks about his career in CIMB and the uplift of the whole financial sector during the time of his of his career. Mm. Uh, yeah, just a phenomenal read, very descriptive, very, very eloquent individual, naturally speaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, overall, terrific read. Wow. Highly recommend. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's a good recommendation. Thank you so much for coming on again, bro. I really appreciate it. Even though we rescheduled, you were... Hey, all good, bro. Solid. Small matter. Um, For all those listening, um, it's been a while. So I have to apologize because actually I haven't posted in a while. A lot of the floods happened. Sure. You know, work. So anyway, so this is actually my first episode of the year. Oh, what? Yeah, this is the first oh, episode. I'm, I'm, on, I'm yeah. on it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> on it. On so, it. wishing everyone who's listening a happy new year from myself and from Andrew. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay good. Peace. That's it.